Garden Floor and Park, where much like taking an edible before bedtime, Troy looks to end his nightmare season on a high note by knocking off top-seeded Team Proc. Just like Coach Kevin Baggett, Coach Proc won't quit on his Bronx as Russell Wilson and that Jerry Rice-type receiver, Cortland Sutton, continue to take the top-off defenses on a weekly basis. However, if there's one guy who can capitalize on taking the top off, it's Saquon Bark Lee Harvey Oswald, who fired 23 points from the grassy knoll and appeared to deliver the kill shot for Team Troy. But in a sick twist of irony, the man who famously invented a strategy involving two tight ends forgot to play one this week, and the four-point loss that came as a result serves as the latest reminder of just how far this once-proud franchise has fallen. Brock 102 Troy 97. Some spread. Up next, Rasp and Muller face off on the fantasy gridiron, looking for an answer to the age-old question, who is king of the 973? Looking for an early spark, Muller swapped his starting tight end just for Kyle Pitts and Giggles, whose 14 points outscored Taylor Swift's lame-o boyfriend. But Rasp would respond as DJ Mandy Moore took a walk to remember into the end zone, scoring 27 points. And with two turnovers from Muller's quarterback, the door was open for a late comeback. But in the end, a drop TD from his patented bird stack would end up being the difference as Team Rasp's playoff hopes were smashed to the Devante Smithereens. Muller 116, Rasp 99. Next up, Team Rock makes its long-awaited return to Hudson County to face off with fellow white rap enthusiast, Curtis. After wasting a roster spot on Ezekiel Missy Elliott all season, a lot of people were asking, Is it worth it? Let me work it. And Zeke put that thing down, flipped it, and reversed it, scoring a season-high 27 points. But the Sandstorm would respond as White and Joe went blackjack as the pair scored 21 points apiece. Drizzy Drake London's 29 put the game away for good and had Curtis praying to the sixth god that he'd get the help across the league he needed to sneak into the Yachts. Sandstorm 136, Curtis 103. Fumble! Up next, Team Corey packs some extra apple juices for his business trip out west, looking to shut up the haters and clinch the final playoff spot by knocking off the ever-dangerous Team Trav. As Mark Andrews continues his unforeseeable IR stint, Trav appears to have found a replacement as 27 points from the tight end had Corey wondering if this was some sort of sick and joke. Meanwhile, Rasheed pork fried rice is a great side dish, but can't carry the meal itself, especially when your main is double tight end soup. Ooh. While extremely embarrassing, I'm sure Fowler is working on a spin zone of how taking four straight L's to the face just reminds him of his college days on Stoyvesson Ave. Trav 130, Corey 117. Corey? Huh? Corey? Corey? Next up, my co-host looks to punch his ticket into the Joe Post season against arch-nemesis and troll god, Husser. Posted up on his favorite street corner, Tom's soup can was overflowing with quarters as sympathetic bystanders noticed Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in his starting lineup. Meanwhile, Team Post's star power shined as even Brendan Fraser Aubrey put forth a whale of a performance, scoring 24 points against Husser's beloved birds. Thankfully for Tom, Poe was nice enough to end this one well before his 8.30 bedtime, as the roster diff had Husser FFing at 20. Poe 155, Husser 93. 
As always, we finish off with Team Wellington looking to spoil the bye week for a real North Jersey legend, me. Zach was still pissed I sold him on Daniel Jones on draft day, and it showed Sunday, as making me watch former giant Evan Peters Engram score 32 points against me is a Dahmer-esque move. Meanwhile, Diggs continues to let me down, but thankfully I have the real number one in Buffalo, and it's Rick James Cook, bitch! whose 25 points put me in prime position to secure a semifinals appearance. But DeAndre the Giant Hopkins had other plans, as his late TD served as the finisher for my regular season. Wells 138, me 131. And that is week 14. Poe, how we doing? I'm doing good, and I couldn't agree more that nobody could see the Mark Andrews injury. (laughs) (laughs) A true shock, a true shock. Oh, man, just every week it gets funny. (laughs) I'm sorry, Travis. Um, But, yeah, so our playoffs are set, and uh, we only have, obviously, two games to preview this week. So we decided to do something a little fun that will continue uh, throughout this playoff run just to kind of keep everyone interested, whether you're in it or not or playing a game or not. We have Old Takes Exposed, um, our week one predictions, the best and worst. Um, so Poe obviously put everything into a nice Excel spreadsheet and we're going to start this week by just going through the teams who have been eliminated and just rattling off, uh, some of our best and worst takes from, I guess, either late August or early September. Um, so it should yeah, be fun. These were all from the first episode. So it was like directly after draft weekend. Gotcha. Kind of like our, our freshest takes before going into the season. Cool. So let's get started. Um, it looks like the first eliminate. Let's start with Corey. Uh, the four game collapse. I'm sure not sitting super well with him. But um, let's see. Yeah, I had him as a pretender. <laughs> Let me just say one thing about Corey. If I, I know Corey was mad because he was getting booked in the group meet or in the group chat, but if it was me, I would have been equally as mad as Corey. How could you not be? <laughs> uh, and he and if he was on the other side, he would have been equally as happy to join in on all of the memes. Uh, no doubt. Oh, man. He got cooked, though. I felt bad for him. I kind of missed the whole thing, but it was, it was a fun read up after. Um oh. But yeah, I mean, if it makes him feel any better, you did have him as a contender in week one. Uh, you want to read some of your takes? <laughs> yeah, so I think this is one thing that we both actually agreed on uh, going into the year. Um, and even though I had him as a contender, um, I did love the rookie running backs. I think early on in the year, it was kind of fucking him, um, but he was still kind of winning these games and squeaking them mm-hmm. out. Um, and then later on, as the rookie running back started performing, the rest of his team kind of <laughs> yeah. shit. Um, so true. So I think that was one of my best takes and our collective best take. Um, second is, I think I've made it abundantly clear how much I love Amon Ross St. Brown. So the fact that I thought of him as like a great second round pick is like, I, I've said it probably a thousand times already. Um, I just kind of wish I took him over Garrett Wilson. And then I'd say my third best take from the time, if you, if you go back and listen, or I don't think anybody will listen, but week one, um, I hated Trevor Lawrence as a pick at quarterback for his ADP. Um, you 
put it pretty well kind of a few weeks ago where you're like, for where you're drafting the guy at quarterback position, like you need a quarterback who's going to run the ball or have some other kind of level to his game. And Trevor Lawrence is just like, do I think he's a bad quarterback? No, I think he's a good quarterback. It's just, he's just not that fantasy asset. And then my thought was like, hey, even if this guy doesn't work out, like I do think he hit with AR-15. And early on, like AR-15 was definitely a huge hit for him. And then he just decided to die. So I think I had some pretty good takes on Corey's team. It's just, I had some pretty fucking equally as bad takes, um, which was I had Corey ranked as the second best team coming into the year. Um, probably the second worst team after Troy, uh, I think in terms of points for, I think it's him and Wells are probably the bottom three if you put them all together. So definitely missed on that. Um, and when we get to your takes, we'll talk about it, but I didn't think the Jets running back draft of Brees Hall followed by Dalvin Cook was going to be bad for him. Um, but we'll, we'll get into your takes, but you were pretty much like, this is lineup hell for Corey, and he is 100% going to overthink this. So I thought that he was going to be good. I, I, I thought that his running backs especially were going to be very good, and it seemed like he just could never put together like a, a consistent lineup, and that's kind of why you saw that skid in the second half of the season. Yeah, I mean, I I thought the Jets running backs were going to be a disaster because I thought it was going to be more of a share. <laughs> it turns yeah. out, like, Davin Cook was just a non-factor completely, and then Brees Hall just does what he can behind, like, a historically bad offense. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I guess I was half right. Um, I definitely thought his receivers were shitty. Amon Ross, St. Brown aside, uh, Deontay... JSN Skymore. I was the only one who didn't believe in Skymore, and I'll definitely pat myself on the back there. Um, yeah, and in fact, you actually uh, it it didn't uh, it makes it later on in the cuts, but just to give some because I went back and listened to it all. Obviously, I was on my soapbox for Deontay Johnson, kind of banging my chest for him <laughs> as like a great wide receiver too. He did just get hurt. Um, he might have been fine. He has been fine for the most part all year, but like, yeah, he kind of was a terrible pick. For it's just another reason. horrible offense. Like, Yeah. And, and Sky Moore, you you had actually said, plain and simple, like, uh, Chiefs receivers this year are a fucking crapshoot. Like, you have no idea what's going to happen. And, I mean, it turned out they're all just terrible, so yeah. <laughs> kind of got lucky there. <laughs> but, yeah, that's Corey's team. Uh, let's move to Husser. Um, we both had him as a moron. He turned out to be pretty good at the end. He almost snuck in. He did just choke that last game away. He got mollywhopped by you. Um, he choked so many games this year, which yeah. is why the definition of being a fucking moron is 100% spot on. Yeah. You want to start with uh, your takes? Yeah. Um, so let's start with my worst takes. Uh, <laughs> um, so I thought all of his running backs were going to be terrible butts this year. <laughs> Um, I think you did as well, but um, Pacheco, I didn't like. I was like, oh, you know, the Chiefs, like, yeah, he had a good year last year, but they haven't been able to use a running back in a while. Taylor had all of that contract questions coming into the year where he didn't want to play. And then Kenneth Walker was more so, why did they draft Charbonnet? And I think you're seeing that a little bit now towards the end of the year where Kenneth Walker's kind of hasn't been as good and he's been injured and things like that up. it's kind um, of one kenny took over but, the backfield last year it took him till like this time or at least when charmin yeah. like 
three, four weeks ago, you know? I would say that's collectively both of our worst takes. Um, we pretty much had the same exact opinion on this, so I'll just say your worst takes as well. Um, you had said something along the lines of, I wouldn't be surprised if Jonathan Taylor didn't break 100 points all year yeah. because he's injured and because he might <laughs> I mean, did he? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he broke 100 points in like three games <laughs> of coming back. Or I mean, but games, then we so. haven't seen him in how long? Uh, it's been two weeks, but he's been, when he comes back, I mean, Tom's out of the playoffs, but, you know, he was definitely very good when he came back. Uh, I think we were both very wrong about Tom's running backs. Um, Justin Fields, I will continue to say he's terrible. He was not a good pick for Tom. Um, Real quick. my best take. He Go only ahead. has 100 points all year, so I don't think that's horrible. <laughs> he literally, Are you serious? It's 101. <laughs> It's a one on one and Tom's out, so the, the I'm taking that as a win. How many games does he miss? Six? Uh, Eight? Well, I mean that my whole thing was taking in his like IR stint into his account. But he missed four and then up. he missed the last two as well, so six wow, total. Okay, so take that out of the worst takes column and add it, Billy, to your best takes. Okay. That's holy shit, 101 points. Jeez, I feel like your manager at work. I got to check your Excels and make sure everything makes sense. It's just, I just think of 100 points. Like, I was like, oh, Jonathan Taylor was great when he came back, but holy shit, I guess. guess 100 points is a lot. That's 520s. Like, if he missed six games, like, I don't know. Yeah, he did miss like six or seven games. You're right. So, wow. Okay. Yeah, sorry. uh, I apologize for that. No, you're good. Um, but going back to jerking myself off with Justin Fields being terrible, um, I kind of my entire take was just like everybody's expecting a meteoric rise for him, like Jalen Hurts in year three. He didn't get there. I think the Bears are going to move off him this year. Uh, get it? Get a another quarterback there. I don't think he's the worst quarterback in the league anymore, like I did at the time. But I would say that based on his ADP, Tom really kind of got fucked, and he it really fucked him pretty much all year. Um, because of the uh, switching back and forth between him and Purdy, um, and from your dick to my tongue. And, and then <laughs> the other thing is, like, I was very worried about Olave on his team, um, just because I was adamant that New Orleans is just such a mid-team and that Derek Carr is a mid-bad quarterback who everybody gave him an excuse in Oakland. Oh, he's got, he's got uh, bad management, bad coaches, all this bullshit. Um no, I think it just turns out that he's bad, um, is what we're seeing this year. Uh, and then I think this is is pretty easy. Um, but, you know, Tyreek Hill, we both loved. Uh, how could you miss on that, basically? Yeah, I mean, I definitely wanted Tyreek. I, I was pretty pissed Husser took him at like three or whenever he did. Uh, I thought that was going to kind of be the receiver that would fall, but... Unlucky it's there. So great he's not in the playoffs. So great yeah. he's not in the playoffs, to be honest with you. Yeah, a lot of these teams, I mean, that's probably how it is for every fantasy league, but there's definitely some guys on these teams that I'm happier out of the playoffs. Um, but yeah, uh, we, we both said he wouldn't sniff the playoffs. He, he did sniff it, but uh, turns out it didn't yeah. sniff back or whatever sniff you want to say. my fucking dick because I knocked him out last week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I will say, Billy, I told Tom, because uh, we were hanging out in Discord watching the Giants game before, he, he I'm not kidding, he did go to sleep at 9.46 p.m. Oh, I know. I we called him out on the Eagles game immediately yeah. when uh, when Jalen Carter had the, 
the scoop and when score. I was like, when he sees that tomorrow, he's going to go nuts. Yeah. But I loved it because I, I said to him, I was like, I know you probably didn't listen to the podcast, but me and Billy were like, Tom is such a cocksucker. All these things where it's like, the Giants are bad. Like, the Eagles can win this weekend, and he'll somehow make the fantasy playoffs. Like, he always wins these ones, and then he lost all of them. <laughs> he Finally. bet against the Giants. The Eagles lost, and he got fucking roundhouse kicked out of the playoffs. <laughs> it was funny. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. Um, but, yeah, let's move on to Wells. Um, I had him as a pretender. You had him as a contender. I guess I'll start. Um I said he had a big health risk at receiver. Uh, didn't think Cup, Hopkins, and Thomas would make it through the season, and they definitely were banged up. Hopkins definitely came along hard and ruined my bye week, so uh, I'll take the L there. But um, but yeah, the receivers definitely banged up. Um, and then I, think I also was pretty accurate there because like they like Thomas got the IR and Cup was like he did come back from injury eventually but then like you see like you you watch he does not look healthy out there he had, he had, a, he had another week, good but... game last week but yeah it's it's just too little too late yeah. um and then yeah cam Akers losing favor on the coaching staff he literally got like traded out of there in like week two so <laughs> i'll definitely take and the like, dub there at the time like i was like oh no i think the rams are gonna be a little bit better this year like cam Akers, like they kind of used them last year and then literally like before you could blink like he was off the team what three weeks in, <laughs> yeah. i think <laughs> despite playing kind of well early i feel but yeah he did I think play, he's just he, an asshole he, yeah he, they just hate him he just he's just such a i need to be the number one um and then <laughs> the bad takes i did say the rams would be a five win team like i looked really wrong initially and then they got like Stafford was and hurt and they looked injured. really bad yeah. and then I was like yep I told you five wins and then now I think they're <laughs> gonna get the, the wild card um so yeah that's my bad I, I kind of underestimated McVay and specifically the defense I, I was just like there's no players there but I guess they just have young guys playing well so hats off to them and then uh I was a little meh on Ramondre like and I mean he was a little meh but um yeah, and then the worst of the worst is the Daniel Jones MVP, <laughs> potential MVP season loading. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. my bad. <laughs> it's literally like Daniel Jones, potential MVP. I was dying listening back to him. I was pretty bad confident bad that, that he was going to make the next step. <laughs> like, I was pretty certain. Watching that preseason game, it, I was I was so certain. And then I realized that, the Panthers are like not an NFL team, and he had one good drive. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that's tough. Um, and yeah, and I'm just salty at Wells for for beating me last week. But uh, but yeah, yeah, I'll swing it over to you. Yeah, I I was uh, I had a very dumb take. Um, I'll start with my bad takes because they were pretty dumb. Um. First of all, the only reason why I put Wells immediately in the contenders was, like, I, just because he drafted Daniel Jones. Like, that was, like, the biggest thing. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Daniel Jones. Like, I was like, Wells' running backs might be an issue. And, like, he doesn't have a great bench. But you know what? He figures it out in the middle of the season. And he's got Daniel Jones. And I was, like, hype on that. Um, I also did love Cooper Cup this year. Um, I was kind of of the opinion, if you remember, I was like, oh, I don't think Cup is going to miss the beginning of the season. And even if he does, he's not going to go on IR. Then he went on IR. Then Wells wasted his entire, like, Wells, out of, 
I think everybody this year probably had the worst break when it comes to injury luck. Like, he lost Stevenson, he lost Cuff, he lost Tom. Like, he lost so many different players this year. Um, As the ambulance rings in the background to pick up Wells' receivers. Yeah, and then (laughs) I thought that the Patriots were going to have a better offense under Bill O'Brien. Um, instead, they're just historically bad. Uh, that was just a by me. Um, apparently, Bill O'Brien is just as bad as Joe Judge at running an offense. So, we'll see. Um, the more you know. In terms of, yeah, in terms of best takes is, I did like Stevenson. I mean, I always bang the drum for Stevenson. I did like Jacobs. You also like Jacobs. Um, I didn't write it down, but you did like Jacobs as well. It's just Stevenson here you were. A little kind of concerned about um and i and you're right because the offense did look bad it's just like he was able to actually put together a good season but he got hurt down the stretch which really fucked him um i did think the rams were gonna be pretty good this year um i thought they were gonna be around an eight win team i thought they were gonna be much improved from last year with a healthy stafford and cup still to see i mean they're sitting at what six wins right now they could make the playoffs um, i think they will I... but it's not some like kind of hot take like oh the rams could 500 in this nfc like yeah the, the nfc sucks dick so not surprised um one thing that i was kind of i think this is something where it started off as a bad take that hopkins was still good and he would have a good season um i felt like he was very good and Tannehill was kind of like just not using him and i feel like the last few weeks he's really come on um especially last week um i do i did expect him to have a better season though so i put it in one of my best takes but I feel like from what I was expecting from DeAndre Hopkins, it was a little bit of a letdown, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it looks so like he's I, turning I it on take, but with Levis. He's but still yeah. good. Yeah, I, I think he's good. And, I, and I'd love to see like what they maybe do a year two with Levis next year. Um, but yeah, I, you know, overall, I, I think that we were both had some hit or misses on Wells. Um, but I would lean that you were much more right in terms of picking his team. Let's go to Steve. Uh, we both had him as pretenders. Um, I think my best take was he'd be the best of the pretenders, which, I mean, he was arguably the best non-playoff team. Yeah, um, and we were both adamant about that, that like we thought he was a pretender, but for different reasons, but he was the best of them. Yeah. And he definitely was, right? You would say that? I would say... I think he had second he had most points. Stretch. Yeah, he had so, a rough I mean, stretch there where he started 0 and, he started 0 and 6 yeah, it's that's just, just pretty hard to recover from that. Come back from. Yeah. I'll keep going, sorry. Uh I thought he had one of the better receiving rooms in the league, which turned out uh AJ Brown. You were one thousand percent right. CD about. were pretty nasty. Um It was like an auto sixty every week for him. Mm-hmm. And then Herbert was a good quarterback, but bad for fantasy, and he was kind of in the Trevor Lawrence. Uh, tier despite being drafted with like the Hertz and Lamar tier um, so yeah Herbert definitely struggled so I'll take a W there um, and then I said the running backs were unexciting I think I was talking about um, what's it called uh, Aaron Jones and Mixon but turns yeah, out Aaron Mixon jo- it was Aaron Jones all of them basically we yeah. were both in agreement that like these running backs kind of snake but Mixon and White like have turned it on. Like <laughs> they're both pretty good running backs. Uh, that yeah, might... and like Mixon actually has looked good. Like the last, few, like not just like, not just like oh he's scoring points. Like he's actually looked pretty good on the field mm-hmm. when I'm watching these Bengals games. 
and then I'm dying at this one because I forgot this guy was in the league, but I, I liked Rashad Penny. Whoops. Is he still on the team? Is he still on the birds? Yeah, he just doesn't play. Yeah. <laughs> you remember uh, all the buzz in the offseason? It's like Rashad Penny is going to start. Well, I mean, that's who they signed Penny before they God. traded for uh, Swift on like draft day. Like, I thought yeah. Penny was going to be the lead guy, so he was kind of just stuck in my brain, and I thought it was going to be a share. And I also yeah. figured Swift would be hurt by now, but yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah, so to go on with my bad takes to kind of transition off that, it's like, it was Adam, and I was like, you know, he's got... Friermuth and Rashad White starting this week, but I think Odigizuo, Aquanquo, and Rashad Penny are going to be better than them oh. this year. <laughs> and you were like, why do you love this Aquanquo guy? I was like, I don't know. I'm just obsessed with him. So that was a absolutely terrible take. And then I thought, you know, I've always been adamant that I hate A.J. Brown and C.D. Lamb. Um, and I know it's a bad take. It's just... I, I just don't like them. Um, Eventually they'll fall hard. off, and then you could have a victory lap in like ten years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like they're washed oh, in bones. The <laughs> but yeah, I, I was pretty adamant that it was Devonta Smith season, so was wrong there. Um, Devonta had a good year; just I was wrong that he was going to be better than AJ. Um, best takes. Um, this is one where I've hated this guy and I've been right about it and that it's that Aaron Jones is going to be a huge issue for his lineup because he's going to have a good week and then he's going to go five weeks of duds and then you're going to be like, I got to start him every week because he might go off. Um, now he's injured, so at least he doesn't have to worry about that. Um, Herbert, similar to you, like I thought he was going to be fine for fantasy because Callum Moore was going to throw the ball a ton, but like this take is not necessarily a Herbert take, but just the fact that I thought Herbert was going to have to throw the ball a fuck ton. He was going to be pretty good for fantasy for a while. Um, but then the Chargers are just going to suck dick and not make the playoffs because Staley's terrible. Um, so, yeah, I, I felt like I was pretty right there. Um, I mean, I feel like any year you could just say the Chargers are going to disappoint. <laughs> I was going to say, that's safe money. <laughs> of the time. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, think, I think we were both. Pretty spot on, and we did have some pretty terrible takes when it came to the running backs for Steve. Yeah, and then let's swing over to Rasp. I had him as a contender. You had him as a pretender. Um, I said Christian Kirk will be a great fill-in when Mike Williams inevitably ends up on the IR, so I'll take that. Problem is Christian Kirk eventually ended up on the IR. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, But yeah. And then I like the receiving trio of Kirk, Moore, and uh, Smith. DJ Moore turned out to be really good. Like he's got like twelve hundred yards receiving. Like, yeah, and that's with uh, some badgeant weeks as well. So he could have really been one of the better receivers. I mean, he was statistically, but uh, he could have really had a nice season if uh, he had fields against some of these stinky teams. Um. And then, yeah, I don't know how much of a victory this is. I assume if you go back to pretty much everyone's bench uh, post-draft, it's unusable. But I was ripping on the bench saying, like, Paris Campbell's Amir White and Roshan yeah. Johnson are all terrible. Um, and, yeah, they haven't sniffed lineups in a long time. So I guess yeah, I was right, but, like, yeah. It's just like you were, like, adamant that the bench was bad. The best player on the bench was Kurt um, by far. Yeah, and then I was high on Madison, which was a Dumbo take. Uh, 
I just thought he'd be the workhorse for Minnesota and like they'd still be a good offense, but obviously I've sputtered a bit without Cousins. Um, and yeah, Madison's they just, just not being mids. able to run the ball this year. Yeah. Like, just a terrible. stinky, boring team out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, they were getting good. And they were getting they good. Getting good, Cousins was bad. Mm hmm. But yeah. yeah, I, I think I think you were pretty spot on with Rass. Um, you were really concerned about his running backs too, because like he really like one of your things was like you were like, you're just talking out up my ear about Samaj P Ryan at the draft, and like I I don't see it basically. Oh, I'll take that W. <laughs> yeah, so I couldn't fit that all in the Excel, but I was like, you know, let me just mention it offhand. Um, yeah, my good take cells are getting a little busy. <laughs> Lot so going, going on there. there. <laughs> like, I was adamant that his running back room was terrible with Madison and P. Ryan. I think throughout the year he kind of found his way, um, kind of getting like spot starters. Um, and I just think his kind of luck kind of ran out. Like it, it kind of started biting him in the ass, where like he just didn't have a consistent floor from his running backs. Uh, just having to constantly kind of change that room around. I thought Mike Williams would be a huge boom-bust kind of player. Um, ended up being a huge bust for him because of the injury. Um, and then I, th- I don't think this is necessarily a huge take. Um, but we both kind of said that Kelsey and Hurts was a great QB uh, tight end combo for him, even though he spent the ADP pretty high on them. Just with the thought, like, we were both like, you know, hey, this is a huge gap that I'll have every single week. So even though the running backs aren't good, like, he's going to have a huge gap here, uh, quarterback and tight end. Um, in terms of terrible takes is I thought Devonta Smith, Devonta Smith's had a great year. Don't get me wrong. He's looked really good and he's coming on the last few weeks, but I thought he was going to be a way better pick than AJ Brown this year. Um, turns out AJ Brown is just really fucking good. Um, who would have thought? Um, and then I was very adamant that like, I hated DJ more cause I was very down on fields and like my, basically my entire like thing was like, you're going from a team that has no quarterback to a team that still has no quarterback. Um, it turns out Justin Fields can play. It's just he can only throw the ball to DJ Moore. He can't make any other offensive read. So, yeah, that was probably a bad take. DJ Moore's had a really good season. Yeah, I'm excited to see him, like, if they get Caleb Williams or something. I think that's, like, a second round or, you know, next year. Could be fun. But, um, but yeah, we'll see what direction the Bears go. I feel like they'd be stupid not to take Caleb Williams. I think that's the direction they're going, but who knows? I mean, if Fields has Harrison, if they go the route of like Marvin Harrison and a tackle, like he will improve. But I don't know if that's the right move. But not my problem. I don't think their <laughs> offensive line is one of the better ones in the league. Actually, they still need another tackle, though. Or I, I, I'm just I saying, like something to help them. Hmm. I What's don't that? disagree with that. Yeah, I mean, it can always get better, and I, I don't know. Can run, they can run the ball better 100%. So, because their defense is playing decently well down the stretch as well. So, I, I don't know. If you ride with Fields, just definitely double dip with the top 10 picks offensively, I think. And plus, there's not really a defensive prospect that's kind of worth the top 10, it seems like. Um, maybe like the like edge from I'm Alabama, there. but. I'm almost considering not getting rid of Eberflus, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I'm not super tapped in on the situation, so I don't have a strong opinion. He definitely doofed some of the games. Like, that. the first Lions game they lost was really fucking stupid, so I don't know. Yeah, and that Broncos game. 
Yeah. Well, and they're then... sitting at they're sitting at six and six. They don't lose those two, or seven, uh, or six and seven. Yeah. So, no, I think I think they're five and eight as well. So they'd be oh, seven. okay. So they'd be yeah. seven and six. But yeah, what a they're they're a team going in the right direction. They have two picks, so it's like they're not in a horrible spot. They just need to get this draft right. But yeah, I don't, personally, I don't if I'm them, I'm probably taking Caleb number one, seeing what I can get for Justin Fields, and then with my second pick, I'm not going Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm going uh, Otto. Is that the tackle's name? You talking uh the Penn State guy? Yeah, the guy who's like a surefire. Yeah, I mean, the thing is this, if they keep winning, they're going to be picking like 10th with the second one. So I don't know if these like blue yeah. chip guys are going to be there, but we could do a mock draft further down the line. <laughs> I think everyone's uh, yeah. turning off the radio for the Bears, <laughs> the Bears mock draft. <laughs> no, Wells. Wells just actually turned it up. Yeah, Wells is listening at half speed and everyone else is fucking spamming the 15 second skip. But um. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, lastly, but not least, or, well, least wins, uh, Troy, I did have him as a contender, <laughs> um, <laughs> you had him as a moron, so uh, these should be good. Um, I said that Tony would be an utter disappointment bust for him, and all the Kansas, City's were a crap, Kansas City receivers were a crapshoot, so there we go. Um, Saquon not living up to his ADP, I don't know if that was necessarily a good take, like, he's turned it on of late, but... That stretch where he didn't have him is really where the wheels fell off for Troy. Um, and then I didn't like yeah, Miles Sanders. Saquon kind of fucked him for like the first six to eight weeks of the year, though. Yeah, and that's why he was so pissed about that uh, that like Cardinals run where he got injured with 12 guys in the box or whatever. Yeah, I um, remember that. But yeah, and then I hated Miles Sanders, so fuck him. <laughs> that guy's just consistently yeah. burnt me, and he's just uh, fantasy aids. Um, but yeah, bad takes. I love the receivers. Um, I said Ridley, Devonte, and Cooper uh, were amongst the best group in the league. I, I still think there's a world where that can happen, but obviously <laughs> not right now, not in this axis. Um, <laughs> I said the Do Giants. Do I think they're some of the best receivers in the NFL? Yeah, but they just have terrible situations. Like a lot of them had terrible situations, or just like Ridley kind of shaking off the dust. Um, I said the Giants would have a dynamic passing offense. I don't know how that came into play. Was that just me shitting on Barkley, or well, it's because you were like, I didn't think Saquon was gonna have a great year. Because oh, we're the, gonna, we're a pass first the offense. Was like, we're gonna start being a pass first. <laughs> now we're just like a punt first. <laughs> we just kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, now we're okay. We don't score touchdowns until we absolutely have to offense. <laughs> Um, and then I didn't like DeAndre Swift because I was a Rashad Penny guy, so <laughs> bit of a bad look there. Yeah, and to go off of that, I was also in agreement. Like we were both pretty down on DeAndre Swift because um, he kind of forced his way out of Detroit, always injured, and then he proved us wrong, or he proved us right week one, weeks two through ten, he proved us wrong, and now the last few weeks he's kind of proven us right again. So. I well, Philly's know. just weird and not um, running the ball. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. The Philly's just not running the ball lately. I, I don't get it. I, I think Swift is still good, though. Um, Saquon, I thought he was in for a monster year. Um, absolutely terrible take. He's had a decent year. Um, it's just I was very much expecting, similar to you, kind of a, a huge offensive 
kind of boom this year from the Giants. Not at all. What happened? Um, I'm going to blame it all on Andrew Thomas going down because in the games where he's been back the last few weeks, the offense has actually looked substantially better and the line. Um, and I, I I was pretty adamant, like, Khalil Herbert was kind of the better running back there in Chicago um, when Montgomery was there. And he just kind of was injured all year, didn't get a lot of touches. The Bears weren't effective I forgot about him, honestly. Yeah. That, so, like, the fact that you forgot about him and that I was adamant that, like, he was, a, he was like, a running back I was, like, really looking to take um late in the draft and he just was terrible um so yeah i I think those are pretty bad takes by me in terms of troy but i was kind of in your uh agreement with the fact that i thought tony was gonna be terrible the entire our entire argument was basically like everybody's thinking he's gonna be some athlete for uh a year an offseason in kansas city is gonna be an athlete for them like it's literally based off of that one game against dallas where he did a Tony thing and got kicked out of the fucking game. Yeah. Like, that's the perfect definition of who he is. Like He's just the fucking like, head case. Literally, last week, like, him catching that lateral and running in for a touchdown, it's like, holy shit, holy fuck. Like, if he did something like that, like, people would be like, oh, he's so good, they should use him more. And then it's like, oh, wait, his foot's on the line. He's on yeah, the line. that like, was the perfect encompassing. Meltdown. Like, what a treat and that has been. Like, <laughs> it's yeah. like... Even more so, so him right. just We're not right every week. him just not receiving the ball like would have been satisfying for like Giants fans. It's because it's like, oh, we know like he's sucking and everyone else would have just forgotten about him. The fact that he's just single handedly losing games for them and just yeah. fucking up in hysterical ways every week, it's just so awesome because now everyone's aware of our victory lap as as rare of a yeah. W as it is. He's literally lost them two games. Yeah, himself. it's awesome. I want him to fuck up really bad in the playoffs just to, to really, really... <laughs> yeah, I just want to see him get cut. Um, yeah, fuck Tony. With his fucking um, New York uh, Giants like skyline on his, on his back. And then, I guess going on is, I, I was... This is more so just because I hate Deshaun Watson, but I was like, you're a moron, I take this guy. I, I thought it was a huge risk because like he hasn't really played at all in the last two years. He didn't look great last year. I was like, we both agree. We're like, I don't think he's going to be anywhere near as bad as he was last year. So I think that's actually a terrible take because he was as bad as he was last year, yeah. this year. And then the, he, as soon as he started showing like signs of learning the offense, he immediately is out for the season with a shoulder injury. Um, I think this guy's cooked moving forward, to be honest with you, Bill. I think he's fucked. Um, I think he just wants to collect his paycheck. I think it's just too much scrutiny. He's, he's sick of it. Um, so yeah, very Browns move. Fuck Deshaun Watson. Um, and I was, I didn't like Ridley and Adams and it wasn't that I didn't like Adams because of the player Adams. But if you remember like going into the season, there were so many rumors about like, is he going to get traded? Jimmy G is going to be his quarterback. Like he wants to go to the Jets. He wants to be all this bullshit. And then similar to Watson for Ridley, it was like, I'm not high on Ridley just because like, I haven't seen him play in two years. And the last time he played, he was bad and a head case. Um, which, you know, that's no fault of his own. Like, it's not, I'm not trying to make a fun of him or anything like that. It's just like he has, he literally hasn't played. I think this is one take where in a few weeks it could look terrible um, because he actually has looked better the last few weeks. And he did almost have a touchdown. Um, was it last week or two weeks ago where he had, like, the long touchdown that got called back on, like, some bullshit hold? But he's definitely looked better with Kirk out of the offense there. Um, but the Jaguars have not looked better without Kirk, so... Yeah, I think the Jags it was, uh, D just kind of fell apart recently, but like... Yeah, it has. Yeah. 
Um, but overall, I, I mean, I think we had some funny takes in here that were just kind of terrible. Um, there's people we haven't gotten to um, that I think we had actually even funnier takes about, especially the ones where they did make the playoffs, <laughs> which might be funnier. At the first, yeah, where we just hated them. So <laughs> um, there's there's actually a lot of teams in the playoffs that we hated, so, <laughs> except our own, of course. <laughs> and here we so, are. Uh, we'll get in the into dance that in the future weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just do it as as people get eliminated. So we'll have two more for next week. Um, and then just to beef up these uh, episodes where we just kind of have two games to talk about. But um, but yeah, you ready yeah. to get into it? Ready to break these down? Yeah. Uh, before we do that, though, let me give you an update on the Pick'em. True. Um, as you can guess, I'm still brutally behind. Um, nine games back still. Um, you're sitting at 69 50 we're uh, 69 and like 52 and 1, and I'm missing something here because I'm nine games below 500 at 60, 69, and 1. So I'm missing a few games for you, but it doesn't really matter because I'm pretty sure I'm fucked. Um, I think we have, what, five or uh, six left between the playoffs and the championships? So yeah, so I mean there's five, quite... five fantasy games because it's 2-2. Two, two. And then one, and then, and then three. Nine. Yeah, so fourteen games total. Um, I'm fucked. I'm I'm yeah. going to the WNBA game. So we'll we'll do the pickums for the playoffs just to do it. But uh, yeah, let's uh, let's uh, everybody in chat if you're listening, just start sharpening what uh, week I should be going to the game. Um, I will be going. I will definitely honor the. Best we gotta pick a. We should pick a destination for the draft that has a WNBA team. That way you can. Uh... <laughs> oh no! I don't want to just spend one of the nights <laughs> doing that. We'll, we'll drop you off at the front gate. Get in line nice and early. <laughs> yeah, we just tailgate in the parking lot. Or we're or we're all in a different section. And then you're just like yeah. in section like three oh eight. Brutal. Oh man. Um but yeah, let's get into it. Um we're obviously gonna save our game for last and we'll start with Travis and Kurt um in our first quarterfinal matchup. So as of right now, we got Mahomes against Jared Goff, um Patrick Mahomes against the Patriots, Goff against Denver. We'll start with Mahomes, uh, the character of the week, I'd say, um, until DeVito took the spotlight from him. Uh, him pitching and throwing a total hissy fit was the story from Sunday. Uh, really whack and really corny, just a terrible bad look for him. Um, yeah, I, I, don't know, I didn't get it. I, I didn't like, like that at all. Like he, he was Pitching to Josh Allen was the worst part. The Josh Allen part makes me physically cringe, and then also him doing the hold me back. Like, was were you gonna go fight the ref? Like, who were you running at? Like, you weren't gonna fight like the referee. Like, it was just so weird and so, and it get all getting caught mic'd up was so bad. I have a funny home story that I could share with you. Um, So a friend of mine. Um, went to a bachelor party and like they got like a cabana and everything in Vegas um, and they were all celebrating and this was after the Super Bowl and Mahomes and his group showed up or to the club that they were at like the day club they were at and like they had the uh, cabana for like a certain amount of time it was like the best cabana they had there 
But as soon as Mahomes showed up with his group, they were like, all right, we got to move you guys to a different cabana. He wants this one. And then, like, he wouldn't, like, shake hands or talk to any of them or say what's up. Like, he was a co- – like, my friend had told me he was, like, a complete cocksucker. And his whole group were, like, all cocksuckers. And I was like, oh, that doesn't really sound like him. Like, maybe it was just, like, an odd thing. But, like, that just kind of proves, like uh, – I, I don't know. It's just, like, a weird story where it's like, oh, I guess he's a cocksucker. And then he does this after the game. And it's like, oh, shit, Mahomes really is just an asshole, I guess. Like, I don't know. It was weird. Um, that story is, like, weird to me, too. Like, it's just, like, one of those things where you're like, dude, like, you're going to kick other people out of a cabana because you want that one instead of another cabana. It's just so fucking weird to me. Yeah, and it, it's weird because it didn't even get to the point where it's like they won too much and I started hating them. It's like they're eight and five and it's it's so much adversity and oh my god like it was yeah, such a dweeb move it, it was really dweeby and he literally was offside like i, I don't know what to tell you i, I don't know Th- this has been talking talking about the death at this point but like the amount of ticky tacky calls that have gone their way um and to to bitch about it is, is insane and yeah I, I i definitely am praying for their downfall now uh, so looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, the Patriots are a disaster. So it's like, is the Mahomes 30-point game coming? Like, is he pissed off and going to get going? Or what do you think? In New England, potentially shitty cold weather. Um, I, I don't know. It's tough. I, I just think their offense is kind of uh, broken this year. 100%. So, I, I, I'm. It's hard to say you're down on Mahomes because he could very well go out this week and just for five touchdowns and 400 yards, but he hasn't done that seemingly, I think, more than one time this year. I think he eclipsed... Uh, let me actually pull up the stats, but um, he hasn't really had like the, the gigantic weeks this year um, that you become accustomed to, and, and I think it's a function of the receivers lead the NFL in drops. Like, they're just not good. And New England has a good defense, and like Bill Belichick's playing for pride at this point. You know, like coaching for pride, and I just don't think he's going to let Mahomes kind of torch him. And that, like, that's how you remember Belichick. He's like, oh, he's washed at the end. I, I, I don't expect a big game from Mahomes at all, to be honest with you. I mean, equally so, I don't really expect a big game for Jared Goff, who's just been horrible for a long time now. Brutal. Brutally Brutal. bad. Four points last week, like, against the Bears. Um, and I'm, Denver's kind of a similar defense to the Bears, as in, like, they've kind of figured it out as the season has gone. Like, statistically, not really going to be there after the slow start. Like, but... three weeks ago, if you're looking at QB against, like, three weeks ago, Denver's, like, one of the worst in the league. Because of how bad they start off the season, they're just slowly creeping up the scoreboards because of how much better Sean Payton has these guys playing. Yeah, so, Goff could be... He could be on single-digit watch again. Um, I think that's where Mahomes can kill him. But if you kind of get both these guys at, like, 16 or, like, 18, I think you're kind of happy-ish. But, yeah, I think these are two bad quarterback starts, but there's kind of nothing you could do. There's just not really guys out there. They embarrassed Los Angeles last week, Denver. They, like, hosed them. It was really embarrassing how bad they beat Los Angeles last week. Yeah, I mean... Denver's kind of playing decent ball, so. Really good ball, I would say. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I don't really like either of these quarterbacks that much, but as a result, I don't think either one will kill them, you know? 
no. I, I don't think it'll kill them, but... Avoid the single-digit disaster is what I would say. Curtis, for the most part, uh, you know, he's not looking for his his quarterback to really put up a point. It hurts uh, Travis more. I mean, Travis hasn't gotten it all year. Like, Mahomes has looked pretty in his yeah, lineup, is. but... and Travis has had a great team all year. But yeah. He's dealing with a lot of injuries, you know? No doubt. Let's get into it um, as we work our way down. Montgomery and Zeke, again, for Curtis uh i guess the only decision he's got naji and james connor on the bench which i guess were his two starters at the beginning of the year technically um montgomery against denver and then zeke against kc uh kc defense kind of good um the thing is i think they're pretty banged up on the d-line like i don't think chris jones has been 100 percent for a little bit i think he was on a pitch count last week and Zeke had a nice game. I mean, he's obviously pretty fresh, hasn't had a ton of carries. Um, assuming Ramondre's still out, correct? Like, I, th- I think Zeke... He is. I think Ramondre's on the IR, so he's definitely out. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because the, the Patriots didn't score touchdowns for like a month before last week. But if they can kind of score 17 points... What's up? They decided to give him 20 fucking touches. Yeah, so it's like if they do that again and he scores, then he has a nice week. Um, the problem is if they get shut out. I, I don't know what type of KC team we're going to see. Like, they've lost two in a row. They got like, cooked. They got to do something, they got right? By Cook. Yeah, Cook they was so win, good. But that doesn't, they got to win, but that doesn't necessarily give me a downgrade for Zeke. I, I don't love it, but like if he's touching the ball twenty five times like you said, like he's pro if he's touching the ball twenty five times he's getting a touchdown. He's yeah. probably gonna have like sixty or seventy yards, which is like not bad, like for a, a RB two, you know. And then Montgomery, obviously less touches, but a touchdown beast. I think he's starting the two right guys. Connor's been bad and San Fran's scary. And then maybe Najee against Indy, but I don't know. I don't want to put my name on a Najee Harris endorsement. The Steelers are just I really could rough. I never stomach starting Najee Harris um, ever, um, regardless of how good he looks. Um, and he doesn't look good. So, yeah, I, I'm not going to back a Najee start. And James Conner against San Francisco just sounds like an absolute fucking disaster. Um, yeah. I know he looked good against Pittsburgh a few weeks ago. San Francisco, it's like playing him at home. Like I, I just don't see a world where they keep it close. Like the only way Conner provides value is if he's getting, like maybe he gets a ton of dump offs, you know, um, and, and that's how he gets points. I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I think. Uh, I think he's got the two right guys in. I think Montgomery, the Denver's defense is pretty bad against the run. Um, they have gotten better, don't get me wrong, but they're still getting gashed. So I, I, I think he's got the right two. I, I would go with the two he's got in. I think he's got the right two, but I don't know if either of them are breaking 20 and giving you like the huge game. Um, no. Montgomery has the chance to. Montgomery opinion. has the chance, but it just seems like I'm seeing more and more Jameer Gibbs like week in and week out at this point. Well, they're starting to get smart and actually been using it for like the last five weeks, and he's looked really good. Yeah, and I mean, to, speaking of teams that he's need to win. He's got so much shiftiness, dude. It's, it's, it's crazy they didn't use him for the first six weeks of the season, but he really does. He looks like a weapon. He might, he might have been like ass and like pass pro and like just rookie running back shit. I, I could see Dan Campbell kind of. 
And then they, and then he's like, oh wait, maybe I should try to get the ball into my best player's hands. So it's like, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, like Montgomery's been a double-digit machine, um, regardless of how many touches he gets. And I mean, I, I, I could see him at like fifteen. I, I think I put both these guys at like fifteen points. I'd say. Um, but yeah, I, I just I don't really see the monster. Twenty if they get two touchdowns. If they get two touchdowns, uh, they clips in twenty. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but yeah, let's swing over they to Trey. Give Zeke a lot of receiving work, though. That was surprising. Like, yeah. he didn't look terrible. I'll give him that. He really didn't look bad. He's fresh. <laughs> He's fresh, and He's everyone else is leg. beat up. Like, he hasn't like, been used all year. Yeah, it's like a late FIFA sub. Um, I but, do kind of w- think the Cowboys wish they still had him, though, because I th- I think. We're not really going to talk about the Cowboys this week because there's not any out there, so I'll just talk about them real quick. Um, I do think that they're, they've been looking better recently, and Pollard's look better because they've been using Dowdle a little bit more. Yeah, Dowdle looks um, kind of good. I think Dowdle and Pollard are a good one-two punch, but I, I do think they miss Zeke a little bit because um, they, they really are. At the goal line, they're having to use Dowdle um, instead of Pollard a lot of the time. Yeah, I mean, Zeke was the goal line guy last year as well. Um, yep. But yeah. Trav's running backs, ETN and A-Chain. Um, he is benching Brian Robinson and Gibson uh, against the Rams. <laughs> that could heavily weigh into his decision. Um, both a little banged up. What is up with the injuries for these guys? ETN has been banged up for a few weeks now. Um Limited participant. Yeah, he's kind of been inefficient running the ball, I feel like. A lot of, like, twos and three yards per carry. Um, But he's getting the touchdowns, like... Yeah. He's been efficient. Like, he's really slowed down the back half of the year, um, which I think is probably because he's touching the ball 23... Like, if you look at the beginning of the year, he's touching the ball on average, like, 20-plus times a game. Yeah, they were running Um, on people. Yeah, and in the last few weeks he's played well, one, he's played better defenses, right? Um, Cleveland, Tennessee, San Francisco, like he's playing a little bit of better defenses, but also it's just like Lawrence's been hurt, the offense hasn't looked as good, Kirk got hurt, like their defenses look bad, so I don't know. Um tough matchup this week against Baltimore. Yeah, tough matchup. And the Jags are kind of sputtering a bit as well. Um Yeah, it's it's a tough matchup, but I think ETN is just a, like not efficient enough. But you just a no, you can't you you got to be expecting eighteen to twenty from him. He's just he's done it all year, and if he scores a touchdown, like he gets to that number easily. Uh, just does enough running the ball, catching the ball. Um, he's yeah. just been a good running back. You're not as afraid of him as you once were. Is kind of where I'll leave it. But I think I still would rather him over Montgomery. Uh, I, I would say, yeah, uh, but I'm not, if, if you ask me this question, like five weeks in, you know, actually five weeks in, I probably would have went Montgomery. So yeah, I think they're, I, I don't think he's that much above Montgomery, to be honest with you. And then let's move to your boy, A-Chain. Um, not as many carries as, uh, Mostert. Um, it's been a weird game script, I'd say the past couple weeks for Miami, uh, they put a whooping on Washington, and then you saw him get involved a lot in the second half when they were running the ball. And then weirdly, I mean, granted, I didn't watch a ton of this game. I was watching the Giants. 
But um, only seven carries, still five receptions, though. So he'll still add value there um, and be a consistent double-digit guy. My thing with this game, I think the Jets are pretty live. Um, the the Dolphins are super beat up. Alive. What's up? I think they're very alive. I 100% agree with you. The Dolphins are banged up like... Tyreek's banged up. They lost their center for a year. I think they lost another yeah, lineman. He's out. Like, lost, yeah, they just lost their tackle. Connor Williams, they just lost. Yeah. And I, it's like the Jets center, can get right? after the, the passer. And if Tyreek doesn't play, like, their offense, or even if he does does play and isn't 100%, like, they're way well, less scary. I don't think A-Chain's playing again. Oh, no. he's out? Uh, I He's didn't participate in practice the last two days and they're walkthroughs okay so this could be a waste of time to talk about him so um, I, I, I don't know they haven't they haven't listed him as out but i'd be very concerned like is that I game saturday or no no it's sunday it, it's sunday we have saturday games this week three of them three good ones. Oh, i hate that oh it's kind of fun you don't think well, I'm down in Cape May right now, so I'm not going to be spending my Saturday watching football. That's valid. But uh, Vikings, Bengals, that's a little meh. Um, Steelers, oh, they're not good no, games. Never mind. It could be a good game. Yeah, I mean, it's Vikings, two teams Bengals. that are vying for the wild card. And then Steelers, Colts is a tough one. <laughs> uh, that's not terrible. I like the Colts. And then Lions, Broncos is pretty fun, I'd say. I'd say that's that the good, good one. But uh, going back to A-Chain. <laughs> back to A-Chain. So um, I think it's be Brian Robinson then, right? If A-Chain's out? Yeah, it's just Brian Robinson. I also don't love the outlook on him because the Rams' rushing defense is pretty good. Yeah. Keaton so, Mitchell had a few good runs last week, but they were pretty stout against the run. It was really the passing game that Baltimore killed him with last week and, and kind of like turnovers and shit. Um, hmm. I don't know. This is a... He's got three terrible matchups for his running backs this week, to be honest. So do you lean kind of Kurt's running backs a bit? Yes, I do. Unless A-Chain's playing. If A-Chain's playing, I'm going to give it the nod. I think they're going to have to go with, like, running the ball and stuff. Like, if Tyreek's banged up and, like, just quick dump-offs. Like, they can't throw the ball. What's up? You can run on the Jets. You just don't score touchdowns. Yeah, and... Yeah, I, I think their pass rush can have a good game. Like, and I mean, I know that Black Friday game was really embarrassing for the Jets, but mainly because of like that like one in a million pick six hail mary thing that kind of flipped the game. Like, the Jets were gonna go yeah. in in a decent position, like with the pick six and stuff. I don't know. I I think the game could be kind of close. Like Miami's randomly in trouble. I feel it's, it just kind of happens fast, but um, but yeah, they might lose the division. Honestly. It, it's definitely possible. It's definitely, definitely possible. And like we yes. thought, this game was going to be so hyped for like the one seed, and now it's like they or did this never for mind, last uh, two years or last year too, where they just like down the stretch, like they just start getting tired and figured it's out. It's cold too. They can't run yeah. the ball and just bake everyone in ninety degree weather. Their That's sunny why yeah, like you need home field advantage if you're the Dolphins in the playoffs. Honestly, yeah. Um, let's go to receivers. Kurt's got his famous trio, Chase, Metcalf, Ayuk. Um, I guess start with Ayuk against Arizona. I think that's a money play. Um, Arizona just not really stopping people. And, and Ayuk's just been so dominant all year. Ayuk's been good. It's been a lot of Debo recently, which 
makes me somewhat Evo's optimistic. Evo's been getting the touchdowns. Yeah. Been getting the touchdowns. But Ayuk is, like, clearly, like, they like their actual, like, kind of, like, outside X wide receiver. Yeah, he's the know? X, but I, I think they're both good, and I, I think Ayuk is due for some of the touchdowns. Like, teams are going to have to start scheming against Devo at some point, and that should open up, like, your Ayuk and your Kittles. Um, but yeah, they're I think just having fun out there, though, dude. Like, they they're really literally are. just crouncing teams. They're just pantsing everybody. Yeah. It's hard, like, right now it's they seem like the obvious Super Bowl pick, but it's like, shit changes so fast, and we still got a month and a half till that, you know? So, I, I think the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl in the oh, NFC. That would be so annoying. But that, yeah, so I couldn't really fully dance on Philly's grave. I was just like, yeah, Philly looks like shit, but Dallas also looks really good, so I don't really love that. I don't but, care about Dallas as much as I care about Philly, though. Yeah, I mean, it's just more in our face. Um, yeah. But I, I still would be upset if Dallas won the Super Bowl. Like, I'd be I'd be pretty distraught. Well, don't worry. It's going to it's gonna be the Ravens that win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'd be it's pulling just, for them. I think the Cowboys are going. I'd be pulling for them. Um, but, yeah, Metcalf against Philly. Philly's defense looks really bad. Um, like, they're just not Especially really the, stopping the anyone. Hmm. You know... Philly has actually become the worst against fantasy wide receivers in the NFL. Um, they've let up 23 touchdowns to the wide receiver position. They're, them and the Commanders are the only teams with above 15 reception touchdowns to the wide receiver position. The only two, to give you an idea of how bad Clay and Bradbury and Biard have been for them. They're really missing... Um, Gardner Johnson, and they're really missing um, who was their slot corner last year? That was really good. Darby? I don't know. Is no, that a I name? Was, I forget what's... Darby was like bad. He was on their team last, like a few years. He went to the Jaguars. I think Gardner Johnson kind of was like your slot corner slash safety. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a not a Philly fan, so I, I don't know the roster in and out, but um, and they also could be missing the, the dumbass in Arizona, like Obviously, everyone's talking about Steichen being gone, but um, like their defense has been bad too, um, comparative to last year. And on paper, it kind of should have been better. I know they lost Hargrave and the the linebacker, but figure you add Bayard, Jalen Carter, who's been really good. Um, yeah, I think a lot of their just a lot of when they were throwing up like the whole uh Georgia defense thing it's like a flex it's like a lot of those guys have been bad like Keely Ringo it's um who's the linebacker who slipped last year um uh Kobe Dean he got hurt yeah he year. he's been hurt and bad um so it's like aside from Jalen Carter and then the other big motherfucker in the middle um Jordan oh Davis. Nolan Smith's been not not Nolan Smith uh is it Nolan Smith the edge guy Josh Sweat, Son Reddick. No, no, no. He's a Georgia guy. Oh, it is Nolan Smith. Yeah, he ran like a four-two, but uh, he's an edge rusher, but he's shitty. Um, so yeah, yeah, a lot of these guys. I know they've invested in the in those positions, but not really panning out immediately, and it's kind of hurt them as some of like their key pieces get a little older. But yeah, I, th- I think Metcalf definitely scores a touchdown. I-, I think it's almost a guarantee. I feel. 
Um, I know Seattle's been, good. been like, shaky, been but really yeah. coming on the last few weeks. He's a huge bitch as well. He kind of has a mental freak out <laughs> every other yeah, week. Yes. Um. So yeah, I don't think he'll get ejected two weeks in a row. But uh, something that I'd always be concerned about if I had him in like a a fantasy playoff game is him just fucking his wires just get crossed and he just wants to fight someone like every three weeks. He's just kind of a lunatic. Yeah, he. They should just like he should just be happy that they're not playing in Philly and it's in Seattle. Yeah. Um. And then Jamar Chase against Minnesota. Jake Browning's been super fun, overshadowed by DeVito, but he actually is putting up pretty good stats. Uh, granted, DeVito played well on Monday. Um, but yeah, I, you're happier than you were uh, prior to the Jake Browning game that maybe Chase produces. Um, I, I, I don't know what you're fully expecting against Minnesota defense, but at least the quarterback's somewhat capable. Yeah, at least you're capable to get the you know second best wide receiver in the league the ball. So I, I know they've been pretty good, Minnesota, and they really have been in kind of these punch outs. Um, but against the receivers, they haven't been amazing. They're kind of middle of the pack. Um, Jamar Chase kind of had a quiet week last week, but it was really like the Cincinnati defense kind of won that game, and then kind of Mixon and Chase Brown. Like it was really like the death by paper cuts with like the screen passing game and everything like that yeah they they had Um, a nice game plan for him last week yeah so it's like you know he didn't have a great week last week but the week before jake browning fed him and he he had a monster week so i don't know uh minnesota's gonna be starting uh jaron hall i think is that the guy's name i thought it Um, was uh what's his name mullins Oh, okay, so then Hall's backing Mullins up. So it's like, I, I don't know. Uh, did uh, Kevin O'Connell, was he was he in Los Angeles or San Francisco? San Fran, I believe. I think. I don't fully know. <laughs> but his face is familiar. Either, He's got, like, bushy I eyebrows. Say, like, I, I'd be shocked if, let's see. Okay, no, it was the Rams. Okay, it was the Rams. Because um, he's from, like, that McVay-Shanahan kind of tree. So, I don't know. Mullins, the only time I've ever seen him play well is for Shanahan. Um, I don't think Kevin O'Connell's a bad coach at all. I, just, I don't know. I don't think Minnesota's going to be doing that well the rest of the season. Um, and I think Chase is going to have plenty of opportunities this week. I just don't think Minnesota's going to be able to move the ball effectively. So, I, I like Chase. I, I like all of these receivers, to be yeah. honest with you, really, a lot. And then swing it over to Trav, Pittman, Puka, and then Jefferson's questionable. Is he playing? I think that's where we should start. Potentially not. Potentially not, yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, he went to the hospital last week. Did you see that? Yeah, no, I I saw the hit and everything. Uh, It was really unfortunate, honestly. Like, just comes back and then for that to happen to him. And still didn't cost Travis, as has been the theme all season. Um, if Jefferson doesn't play, then you're looking at, I guess, either Godwin or Thielen. I don't know if you're... T- I mean, Thielen has been unexciting all year, but producing. Obviously, has slowed down a bit in the second half, but he has a body. Like I'd say Thielen's a body that can fill in the flex, but you're obviously not feeling as good as Jefferson, even if he is on kind of a pitch counter. 
a shitty quarterback. The Panthers are just broken. Absolutely broken. That franchise is fucked, dude. They're fucked for the first Yeah, their owner's Unless a they, cop, like, too. Some... This reminds me of, like, it very much reminds me of the Urban Meyer Jaguars. Like, how bad Trevor Lawrence looks. So, like, I don't think Bryce Young's that bad. But it's abysmal. Like, I would feel terrible starting feeling. But, like, you're right. Like, if Jefferson's out, like, this is a actual, I'd be a little panicked if I was Travis. Um, and I And I don't, if I'm the Vikings, I don't know if I play him this week. You know, if he wants to play, he'll play. I, they're still in the playoff race. Like they're they're gonna try. I, I don't think there's a. They're still in the race for the division, technically too. So yeah, so right. I don't know how conservative gonna they're gonna be. It's not like they're tanking for a draft pick. Like, yeah, they have seven. I'm wins. just worried about Jefferson. Um, what could very well look like morons um, in a few days, but I- I'm not very high on him this week. The good thing is, I I think that game oh. that game is Saturday, so he'll know. Um, it's not like he has to wait for guys and then like potentially be fucked. Um, so he should have a he should be able to start the lineup properly. Um, Puka Nakua yeah. super high on against Washington. Washington <laughs> can't really stop a nosebleed. Um, and Puka's really good, and the Rams are playing well. They that game against the Ravens was awesome. They were they were right there with them. Uh, the Rams looked so good in that game, and yeah. honestly, like I thought they were gonna win it. Stafford almost fucked it at the end. Did you see him throw in a double coverage yeah, like when threw, they were in field goal range? To Marlon Humphreys, and he just dropped it. I was like, dude, what is that? But um, dude, fucking uh, who was it? Was it Atwell that he threw it to in the the corner? Or was it? Uh, they've been, Demarcus there's this Robinson. other guy, yeah, 15 guys. has been getting a lot of burn. I think it was Demarcus Robinson, so I think he, like, fucking... Yeah, he played, he kind of, he kind of OPI'd him, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he got lucky, but yeah, Stafford almost threw that game. was a great game, though. I, uh, I enjoyed that a it lot. Was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I think Puka, and I, the skins are just so dead, like, <laughs> I think Puka They're will dead. just do whatever the fuck he wants against them. I'm just shocked they're still trotting Ron Rivera out there to head coach. Um, I mean, I what's the point at this point? It's like it's like Mueller expecting Staley every single week and it never happening. Like, just, I thought it would be like, hey, like maybe we see if the enemy is actually something we can build. Yeah, that's on. true because they have the successor there. And I mean, same with the Chargers. Now that you think about it, with uh, Staley, I personally Not don't Staley, think the enemy or Kellen Moore are good coaches. Like. Or head coaches, so and maybe that's why. Like I, I don't know. They haven't insp- like the enemy. Like Sam Howell's looked good, but he's also had games where he's looked fucking putrid, you know. And same same thing with Kellen Moore's offense. Like it's kind of telling to me that like as soon as Kellen Moore leaves Dallas, their offense becomes a fucking literal meteor like offense, like absolute fucking huge big play offense where they're just trouncing teams so i don't know um puka though i'm pretty high on this week <laughs> bringing back to the game like you said the commanders suck commanders are terrible on defense they're the like i said before they're the only team with philly that have let up over 15 passing touchdowns uh to receivers all year and then Pittman against pittsburgh um is pittsburgh like done i, I think they're done like not making the playoffs done. And I mean, the Patriots like were able to have been, some success against them. So I assume Pittman is just automatic. 
Yeah, it just gets littered with targets. Should be fine. This guy is so he's this guy is gonna get paid this offseason. And I do think he's a good receiver. Um, but he's gonna get fucking paid yeah, this offseason. Hundred percent. Like I'm worried that the Giants are gonna think of going after him, which I wouldn't hate, but he's gonna command like top free agent dollars. Um he's definitely not the one I want the most. I'd be surprised if Indy let him leave. I, I think they're gonna want him there for Richardson. He's next. good. He's really good. I, I assume they'll like have money. Like Keenan Allen. Hmm. He's almost like Keenan Allen, where like it's just like he literally, you throw him the ball eleven times, he's gonna fucking catch it ten or nine times, and he's gonna have a good week. You yeah, know? could be he early on Keenan up. Allen, but I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, he's been really good. I like, I'd say Curtis's receivers a little more just because the Jefferson question mark. Um, but I think Puka and DK are nuke games. Jamar Chase and Pittman are both good games, and I just like Ayuk a little bit more than um, like Godwin or Thielen if Jefferson's out. If Jefferson's in, then I think we got a nice ball game, but uh, if not, I think Kurt has a slight edge there. Yeah. And then tight end, um, Njoku for Trav had a huge game last week. Flacco fucking loves Flacco. this guy. Um, so... Do you think he outscores your boy Hawkinson against Cincinnati? I absolutely do. I think Njoku, <laughs> um, when Travis traded me Kittle, like, he really didn't really leave much in terms of points on the table. Like, Njoku's been good pretty much all year. Um, he had a monster week last year, and I love him with Flacco. I mean, like, Flacco always uses tight end there in Baltimore, so... I don't see why he wouldn't continue to do so. Um, and as you see, TJ Hawkinson went from tight end one to tight end two. Um, so, like I had thought, ass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's averaging like four more points a game than Njoku. Um, we'll see. I, I just don't know what the fuck to expect from this dude Mullins. Like, it's hard for me to talk about anything Minnesota. I have no idea if this guy's good or not. And they've just been really bad offensively for a little bit now. Uh, or the last couple of weeks with Dobbs after the the fun game, uh, yeah, I I don't know if Hawkinson's I I just don't know what to expect from this quarterback, and I do like Flacco, and we've seen him target him not only in the red zone but I think he hit him on like a thirty five yard touchdown as well. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna fully lean into the meme and say he's gonna beat Hawkinson, but I think there's definitely a world where it happens. Um, and could be could be really interesting. Uh, do you want to talk defense? Just because you only got two games. Uh, I think a little bit, just because I do think these defenses are actually going to make a difference in this game. Um, yeah, the Dolphins. I expect a kind of. I would have said like a big game, but Zach Wilson did look terrible last week. And no, last week, like no Phillips they is hurting blew them. It there and they blew yeah, it bad, but they blew it last week bad i guess a quarterback that is probably zach wilson level you know yeah. so i i don't know yeah. it's 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 uh this could be end up being a difference maker because on the other side is like i really think that you know um the colts, colts against pittsburgh yeah Steelers, dude and so like that could end up being an absolute travesty for them 
I think the one thing to say is like we should pump the brakes on the Zach Wilson. Remember his good game against the Chiefs, and then he just kind of went back yeah, to where they still sucking. Lost. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like it, it's still very possible Zach Wilson comes in and stinks it up, um, like he has many times before. But yeah, I think I do like. I think the Colts like are guaranteed double digits against Pittsburgh. Like they just seem really broken. But who knows? Yeah. I mean. I thought the Patriots were broken, and then they scored 30 points against Pittsburgh, so it's like, I don't fully know what to expect. Like, it's a week-in, week-out basis, uh, like any given Sunday. I think that's what I was more so aiming for, but I think I do like the Colts' D a little more um, than the Dolphins. But yeah, um, who are you picking, or do you want me to go first? Oh, this is a tough one because I do. I think it's close. Really close. I think it's game. real close. And like the, whoever I pick here, I'm just going to be honest. If you're even listening, um, it's nothing against you, but um, I'm going to take Curtis, dude. I I just think uh, I just see a world where DK, Jamar Chase, and IU end up being a problem for everybody in the playoffs this year. Um, like that's a really strong trio. Um, yeah, Goff just scares me with Kurt. I'm worried about Achan. I'm worried about Jefferson. Like, I'm worried about Mahomes. I'm worried about. There's just too, I. I'm too worried about the players on Travis's team. Yeah, and I think I'm going to agree with you. Um, Goff just scares me a lot with Curtis, but I don't know if Mahomes is going to really make up a huge difference. I, I like the receivers a lot. I kind of want to pick Trav. Actually, I. I don't know. I. This is a coin flip. I'll pick Trav just so you have a chance to pick up the game, I guess. Um, <laughs> it's close. Uh, it, it's close. Like, this it's, one's real close. close. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll put my name on Trav. And uh, and yeah. Let's swing over to uh, me versus you. <laughs> the yeah, podcast poll. This is like exactly what I didn't want to be happening because... Oh, it it's like makes for great year, TV. Like was, yeah, but it was fun me having to buy last year because at least like, hey, we get to week two with one of us in the playoffs. Well, same, same as this um, week. We <laughs> this year, but like, then like, whichever one of us loses is going to be like kind of salty at the other person. <laughs> so like, be like, fuck, I wanted to win. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely be played, salty. You, you smoked me. Last time we played, you smoked me, but I had a completely different team. Correct. Um... Let's get into it. Well, why don't you just talk about your guys, and I'll talk about my guys, I, and then I, I'll just chirp back and forth. I, it doesn't make sense okay. to kind of... all right, we could do that. All right, so now I'll just walk through my lineup, what I think about them, what I'm expecting of them, and then you just chime in with what you think. Yeah, okay? go for it. All right, so Lamar Jackson, absolute, I'm just going to be honest, absolute nuclear play this week. Yeah, in Jacksonville opinion, sucks. I, I think he's going to fucking kill the Jaguars. They're bottom three against quarterbacks. I think Lamar has like, got an outside shot at winning the MVP still this year. Um, I really, really, really think like he's got to turn it on. He's got four big games coming up that are like proving, like, are you guys Super Bowl contenders? Are you guys Super Bowl favorites? Like Jacksonville, San Francisco, Miami, Pittsburgh. I think this is going to be a good week for Lamar. I think last week, what I loved the most when I was watching the game is, like, he was finally, like, running the ball effectively, still not taking big hits. He was 
hitting Zay. He was getting Odell involved. He was getting Isaiah Likely involved. He was getting, like, Keaton Mitchell was involved. Like, they were finally, like, really getting their athletes involved in the offense. And I was like, oh, shit, maybe the bye week came at the perfect time for them. Um, I could He could very much absolutely fuck me this week. But in my opinion, absolute nuclear play against the Jaguars. Yeah, I I can't really argue that. I, I think the Jags' defense has just been really bad. Um, I'm just hoping it's one of those games where Gus Edwards gets a bunch of the touchdowns. Like, Yeah. There's been games where the Ravens have dominated and Gus Lamar's Edwards been stuck got, at 12 nothing, points. Though. Yeah. Like, Gus Edwards did nothing last week. It's just the kind of an example. I, I just kind of don't want the rushing, yeah. and I don't want, obviously, a ton of uh, touchdowns. Um so yeah, that's just Lamar kind of... even have a rushing touchdown on the year? He uh, definitely has few, one. They got, they, he's got five, but he hasn't had a rushing touchdown since week seven, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, moving on, uh, we'll go to Mostert. I love Mostert this week just because I do think you saw last week, like even with A-Chain back, they're like still going to feed him the ball. Um, he's kind of like their true like RB1 still, um, where A-Chain is like the change of pace guy. I like him this week. Um, I don't think he's going to have a gigantic week like he did last week, uh, to be honest, because I do think the Jets are alive in this game, like we've kind of alluded to. But I don't think he's going to kill me. Um, I think he's got a good chance of scoring a touchdown. I think he probably meets his projection of 13.3, but I'm not really expecting too much more. Um, It's almost to the point where Javante Williams has looked so good that I'm almost considering starting him against Detroit. Um, this week um, over Mostert. I'm just not there yet in terms of like my comfortability, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not going to give any roster advice, so that's <laughs> I'll fine. just let you that's talk fine. it out. Tyron Williams, another absolute nuclear play. Um, yeah, fuck. I just, he's just so good. He's really fucking good, Billy. Like, he's really fucking good. Like, he immediately came back and is touching the ball 22 times, 24 times, 28 times. He's getting 100-plus yards a game, hundred or 200 yards a few weeks ago. I think this is another one of those 200-yard-level games where, like, this, you could very much be looking at. I just have great matchups this week. It's really, like, I have really good matchups this week. And, like, I'm looking over at your team, and you got to play Dallas. And, like... I just love Kyron this week. Um, Going to be great. And then Mike Evans. This is where my question start marks come, start coming in. It's the receivers. Um, Mike Evans, um, kind of just a fluky game last week. They won the game, but he had the one touchdown where he, like, uh, did you see he, like, touched his hand out of bounds or whatever? And, like, he didn't end up getting the yeah. touchdown. It was, like, some, it was, like, And then yeah. had, like, the one catch or whatever. So he would have had a better week. Yeah. When I, when I saw him at one point, I was like, I'm fucked. I'm going to lose to Hosser. Like, I, I thought I was fucked. Um, this week against Green Bay, I mean, hey, Hodgins and Tommy DeVito and everybody just put up a clinic on Green Bay. Kind of like, <laughs> it's like 150 week. yards, um, but yeah, clinic. Yeah. yeah Clinical I mean, surgeon-like they're offense. <laughs> they're letting the, these guys put up points on them. Like, why can't Mike Evans? So I, I do like Mike this week. And then Zay Flowers just to compound with, with Lamar. It's like, Odell has really kind of started taking the tops off of defenses, which I was surprised. Like, he really has looked good. 
Um, oh wow, you actually have him in your lineup. I, I forgot that you had him. Yeah, that's the Lamar um, stopper. He has good. I'll I'll be honest. Like I I don't think that's a bad play, and and he's like really getting looks. Um, but I like Zay because he's just like Zay is kind of filled in the gap of what Mark Andrews has been. Uh, he's getting a ton of targets since Mark Andrews is out. That touchdown two point conversion back to back. Octopus. Yeah, that was like it was forty points. <laughs> yeah, it was literally amazing for me last week. So I'm expecting Zay to be fine. I I think his ceiling is always twenty points though, like at max. I, it like he needs to catch a touchdown. Um, he hasn't had a hundred yard receiving game all year, so it's pretty much like if he doesn't hit a hundred yard or if he doesn't get a touchdown, he's probably only going to get like ten or eleven points. Um, Garrett Wilson. This is who could possibly find himself on the bench the most out of anybody else on my team. I'm I'm really kind of in the I have no idea what to do because I have Lockett, who he hasn't looked bad, but like the Seahawks kind of concern me and like, yeah, Philly's a good matchup, but he hasn't really kind of opt for me all year. Um and kind of been really risky. And then I have Javante and Jerome Ford, who I think they're very good floor people. But I'm really not trying to play the floor against you because you have, just as much as I do, like you have star power, like huge explosive players on your side. So Garrett Wilson, to me, right now feels like the safest pick. Um, I was really happy to see how well he did last week against Houston, but I don't know how good he's going to do against Jalen Ramsey. Um, It's really, I'm hoping I get to the following week and he's playing Washington. So we'll see. I think he's going to stay in right now and then Kittle Arizona's pretty decent against the tight end um I don't know if it's just because of how bad they are everywhere else but Kittle last week like he had the long touchdown but like he's he's very feast or famine for me where it's like he's not gonna catch the ball like he's had a few weeks where he's had you know nine eight receptions but it's pretty much three four catches and you hope one of them's a touchdown so I don't think he's going to kill me. I don't think I'm giving up a lot of points to Okwankwo, even though Okwankwo is an elite option at tight end. Um, but, yeah. And then I have to talk about it. But, I mean, Billy, I'm just going to be honest. There's a gigantic kicker diff here. Um, yeah, I fucking hate this guy. Aubrey's fucking good, man. Aubrey's automatic, dude. He's quite literally automatic. Um, in Buffalo, I hope it fucking snows or like he gets dude, buried by an avalanche. Yard field goals. He had a 59 yarder, a 60 yarder, and a 51 yarder. Yeah, I, I kind of just noticed him last week <laughs> as as a weapon. I've had him all. He's like all year been like pretty. Yeah, I don't think he's missed a kick all year. <laughs> he hasn't. He hasn't missed a single. He's only missed extra points. He missed three extra points, but um. Yeah, that that would be like I know it's it seems like uh, it's a a troll, but you know he really is uh, a good option. Um, overall, I, I like my squad this week. It's just if you look at my box score from every single week, you'll see I have eighty point games followed by one hundred fifty. Uh, so it's like I'm very much so like the definition of a boomer bust team. And I'm hoping you bust. Um, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I mean, I don't blame you. I hope you lose as well. I, it sucks to be playing you, but I do hope you lose. I'm not going to lie. I, I want to win. I realized I'm like, I don't really want to chime in at all. Like, I hate this team. <laughs> I want to fucking win. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to give if any sort of insight. Like, I hope you overthink everything. Like, if, 
if I somehow win the league, like, there's quite a possibility that, like, it might destroy the league, so. Yeah, we'll so I need to be the hero. I need W's in the chat for your boy. <laughs> we gotta get it done. I think the only person who's gonna root for me is Wells. Shockingly. Yeah, I don't know why Wells isn't mad at you for for your uh, stunt, but... I don't know. I think it's because Corey was DMing him, fucking asking him to veto trade. He's That's, like, get out of stop texting yeah. me about it. <laughs> Leave me alone, Fowler. But, uh... <laughs> but, yeah. Um... So yeah, let me talk my team. Allen's looked good. The Bills have looked good on offense of late. I know Dallas is scary, but I, I truly think the Bills can get hot and make some noise. It, it was kind of unfortunate they kind of didn't score in the second half. It looked like Allen was going to have a monster, monster game. Um, and kind of going off of that, James Cook is really fucking good. They're using him in the passing game ever since they canned their coordinate their OC. Um, so I expect that to continue. Uh, they hit him on like wheel routes, fucking like deep shit. It's not just like checkdowns. So I do like I that like a lot. Buffalo in this game, dude. Mm-hmm. I like Buffalo in this game. I like Buffalo in this game a lot. I hope so. Um, and I know I know Dallas is scary, but it's like uh, I, I gotta play these guys. Um, going to Brees Hall, uh, Miami. I, I think the Jets can win the game. Um, I need Brees to just like break a long play. Like it's it's just all paper cuts, just like dump offs and like little carries. Uh, if he ever is the explosive player he was last year, um, if he has like a sixty yard touchdown, like now would be such a fucking great time for it. I mean, he's had those this year. It's just like defenses only have to take him away. Him and Garrett Wilson are only people they got to focus on. Yeah, so. I'm begging. <laughs> I need it. I, I think Cook can keep up with Mostert, if not outscore him. Uh, Kyron and Brees is kind of a bit of a gap that I'm not super thrilled about. Um, but yeah, I'm not playing. you know what? They do have like similar ceilings. Like, Yeah, I know. I mean, Kyron had 40 Kyron, points. Kyron's more, I, say, I would say Kyron's more likely to hit his ceiling. But Brees Hall could have a gigantic. Game. Yeah, I, I just I think Washington's so shitty, so I am just afraid of that. I'm just afraid of him having twenty points instantly, and yeah, then me just all, praying. They're, to... they're, they're they're shitty, but like I could see Cooper Cup and Nakua just as much taken away from Kyron. Yeah, a little bit last week. I'm just gonna be praying for that game to be over. Honestly, yeah, that is gonna be clench your butthole season. Um, but yeah. Uh, Diggs has been really bad. Um, like all of a sudden I have no receivers. <laughs> like Diggs's last four games. Got hurt a last week, but yeah, Diggs has been a little brutal. Six, six, nineteen, and six. So it's like, where where's the Diggs he shows game? up in these games? Though I, I do feel like him and Josh Allen are big game players. Yeah, I I wish his brother was there. That way we kind of want to shit on him. Um. Well, his brother isn't anywhere near as good at covering corners as Deron Bland and Gilmore, Gilmore are. Yeah. Or covering receivers. So, yeah, you probably do wish he was playing against <laughs> his brother. <laughs> yeah, so Diggs, um, I just hope he's good. I He's due. Um, seems like his attitude's fine. You gotta be fine. a little bit worried. I am worried. You gotta be worried about how, he, uh, got sh- how they shut down A.J. Brown last week. Yeah. Um, I, I and Gilmore going undoubtedly am worried. It seems low. like defenses are taking him away, but that also has helped Cook. But 
I need all three to show up. Um, Cause I mean, he's been my advantage all year when he was wide receiver one, like that's when I was cooking. Um, but yeah, that hasn't been the case. And then Waddle's just been a disaster of a pick. I, I, I thought he was turning it around and then it's just like chance after chance, like Titans with Tyreek getting injured immediately and you don't have a big game. It's, and I needed it last week. Like I wouldn't even be playing in this game right now if he showed up. Um, he's just very mid, just 13 points. And I just hate to break it to you, but the over under of that game is 37. And it's the Dolphins. Yeah. So it maybe Tyreek doesn't play. He had a decent game against the Jets the first time around. Uh, let me see. Yeah, 19.4. I would love that. Sign me on the dotted line because then. I think he kind of either keeps pace with Zay or beats him. Um, so I would love that. And then OBJ, I'm counting on. Um, low projection, but if he can kind of steal one or two of the Lamar touchdowns, that's just massive. Um, it just really digs into your quarterback. If it he, goes to Zay, then I'm fucked. He but. looked good last week. Like, yeah, he really did look He good. was wide open for like the overtime touchdown winner as well and just kind of got missed. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's been a lot more involved since Andrews has gone down. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I mean, 10 targets last week. Uh, and he's scoring touchdowns, so... I think Jacksonville's shitty. I think he's my best flex option. Obviously, the meme Elijah Moore last week didn't fully pan out. It was just all fucking Njoku. Um, and then I don't want to play the Steelers, guys. So I think this is the obvious pick on top of being like a slight counter pick. Um, but yeah. Well, you haven't you haven't talked about um, Waller. Yeah, I, I just did receivers. But yeah, I think I'm going to play Waller as well. Um, I, I just think you do. Uh, I'm giving you... Uh, I, I think he... I think he could be a really good option for DeVito. 100%. DeVito's shown... DeVito knows how to throw touchdowns in the red zone. Like, for years when we were, like, defending Daniel Jones not putting up stats... What's up? He'll at least try. He's not going to just fucking throw it away. Yeah, he doesn't just check it down and, like, settle for, like, field goal. Like, he's been finishing drives. Like, he's been inaccurate and shit at times, but, like... He, he's thrown like what seven eight touchdowns in like three weeks like it's it's pretty crazy like I think he's thrown five and ran for two something like that i don't have the stats in front of me but, but yeah i think i'm gonna play waller it, it'll either be waller or hill it's just i want them to both be in before i like cut someone uh for the ir but yeah i i definitely I'm not going to play this fucking uh, Quanquo. He kind of hit a decent game, but he could have scored and saved the, saved the day for me in that last drive. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, it's just kind of IR shit that I'm leaving them there for now. Um, but yeah, I, I'm scared of Kyron and Lamar. Um, everyone else, I think, can bust, but obviously can boom. Um, Kyron and Lamar, I, th- I think, are just locks to be good. And then on my side, it's like Josh Allen's just good every week. And then I just kind of don't have another guaranteed boom. I-, I think my team can be decent. Oh yeah, and I think Chiefs defense against New England can be re- really good. I'm hoping that's. A, I think we both have good defenses. Yeah, this just week, two shitty teams. Um. Yeah, I I'm gonna pick me. I I am scared. Like <laughs> I think it's a 
I think it's close to a coin flip. I know I'm I know I'm projected 15 less, but yeah, but who uh, cares? Because the over under in the Dallas game is 50 and a half. Like yeah, I'm I think, expecting that to be a high scoring game. You yeah, know? And the four Tyree o'clocks are going to be crazy for us. Like let's say Tyree kills out, right? Jalen Waddle's projection would go up to 18 points too. So it's like. Yeah, and then I'll, I'm like swapping Shiggy out for uh, Waller. And if Waller gets me like 15 or 20, that would just be fucking huge. But also, Kill can easily get 20 as well. Um, it's the scary. This year, where I've been projecting most have been the day, like weeks where, I, like when I was playing you the first time, that was like one of the times where I was like, all right, I'm gonna really win this game, and then I, my team did the worst it did all year. Yeah. So, so I don't know. projections are shit. It's scary. I mean, that, that's how the playoffs are. You're never confident you're going to win a playoff game. Like, there's there's no scrubs left, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, um, you can pick yourself and then uh, best of luck. <laughs> that's all I really got yeah. for you. I'll, <laughs> I'll text you all weekend, but yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I'm going to pick myself for sure. Um, I just hate that I like my team. You think because they're going to let you down? I do, <laughs> they let me down. Yeah. So, we'll see. Should be good. Should be good. Um, let's quickly do... I would love to shove a title. I think both of us would eat... I'll say this. If I don't win, and I 100% want you or Proc to win the whole thing, because I want a new champion. I would um, want you to both. win, but I am afraid of everyone just losing their minds and like quitting the league. So <laughs> I can't yeah, really, I can't really. They can all grow up. They can grow up. Like, listen. Oh, uh, you would have quit the league if it got vetoed. <laughs> on the on the flip side, I would have, I would have been fucking pissed if it got vetoed. You yeah, were, you were like benching players, and it's the, it's the same. It's the other side well, of the argument. But the thing is, like, I wouldn't have quit the league. I would have just been pissed. I would have quit the year. I would have been fucked. I would have been like, I'm fucked. I'm, I don't care anymore, you know? I would have been done on the year. But I wouldn't have quit the league. I'm too addicted to quit the league. Um, I, here, let me just say my piece about this. Listen. Vetoes are there for collusion. Anybody who wants to go back Dude, and look you at gotta say it. Save it for if you win. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think... No. Uh, Anybody who wants to, they can look at the text message between me and Travis. There's no collusion. And Travis thought he was fleecing me. Travis thought he was fleecing me. We know, we know. So I don't want to hear it. I'm just saying. Anybody that's why I wouldn't root for you, is is all you I was saying. You know how many times people will send me a trade, and it's so badly lopsided in their favor, and they're like, and I decline it immediately. And it's like, if I accept that trade, like, they would be like, oh, you know. People who were mad about the trade I made, Billy, would be like, send a lopsided trade offers and then when they don't get their trade it's like this is like crazy but like yeah like i don't know what to tell you like i think next year maybe bill like you have like a third fucking third party fucking unbiased person to review trades or some shit no we don't need people we don't need fucking third parties that's well or you do it secretly no i don't want to i don't want that responsibility that's kind of uh i I don't know a trade's a trade I, i don't know what to say like you know, whatever. Let's get into the pick Um, Yeah, do you have a pick first? Or you want me to go? Um, Bill's minus two. Yeah, it's... Some people were surprised that they were favorites, but I, I think it's earned. Um, Dallas hasn't been as good on the road. 
Um, and the Bills are seemingly coming alive a bit. Um, Those are one of the best teams in the NFL. It's a bad record. Yeah, and they, they're they figuring out how to play defense a little bit. Like, when they had all the injuries initially, like, obviously they went through a rough patch. But I think now some guys are getting burned and getting comfortable, and they're figuring out how to um, play them. As well as the OC going, uh, they've been a lot better the past few weeks as well. Um, and Josh Allen's not turning That's the ball over. That's actually low-key one of the bigger things for them is I feel like Joe Brady... He went to Pan- the Panthers, and, like, Matt Rule just kind of fucking ran him out of town. And, like, he was a casualty of Matt Rule. And now, like, he's on the Bills with, like, players who can actually run his offense. And, like, that could, like, sneakily end up have been, been like, a way better option than Ken Dorsey for them the whole time. Yeah. You know? So Joe Brady, like, is, is has made them look better on defense. I will say that. Yeah, I, I like the pick. Um, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh... It definitely will be interesting because obviously then Philly can kind of get a stranglehold on the division again uh, with the much easier schedule um, if they're able to take care of business. But yeah, um, I said it before, but uh, yeah, I'm taking Jets nine and a half. I, I think that's a huge number. I think the Dolphins are so, so banged up. And then the Jets just don't allow a lot of points. And I think they'll especially not allow a lot of points if Tyreek's not at 100%. Um, obviously they can get ran on a little bit, but nine and a half's a lot. And then Wilson's not in his like zero point stretches. Like if he can score 14 points, like I feel pretty good about them covering the number. Like I could see them losing like 20 to 14. They could also win the game. And then the, <laughs> the Rogers hype for next week gets, gets pretty crazy, which if would be fun. They win the game. I'm just going to say right now, if they win the game and I beat you in fantasy, I'm going to be uncontrollably like excited for Rodgers coming back with Garrett Wilson. So yeah, and that's I, another thing to too that they could get some whistles if 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 you want to believe in that sort of thing. If if uh, if the NFL yeah. wants that Rodgers game, like otherwise that's an unsellable game. Like Jets Redskins, like ugh. Um, yeah, I'm taking Jets nine and a half. Yeah, I, I actually am going to take all favorites this week. I know that sounds dumb as fuck, um, but I'm 100% taking these these guys just because I, I do think it's kind of a diff. Um, another thing where I think the public's probably overreacting to it is Eagles minus three against the Seahawks. Um, listen, I, I made fun of the Eagles all fucking week the last two weeks. Um, do I think they're actually a bad team? Absolutely not. Do I think they're not as good as their record shows? Yeah. But I do think they're much better than the Seahawks. Um, I think this is a kind of late season get right game for them going into a Giants matchup where, let's be honest, like it probably is another like two two back to back weeks of get right matchups. You know, um, I just think the Seahawks are sputtering. Um, I don't know if Geno's playing or Drew. It doesn't fucking matter to be honest with you. Um, they might let up a ton of points, but I, I just think they're gonna kind of handle this game. I think the public's going to overreact. I don't think the Seahawks should be, you know, they're three-point dogs at home, but I, I think they should be like six-and-a-half-point dogs at home right now, seven points. So take the Eagles. I'm also going the favorite route. I'm going the Rams over the Commanders. I think they're going to womp them. The Commanders are just really stinky. It scares me a little bit coming off a bye, but it's like it's Ron Rivera coming off a bye, so I don't know what he did other than, like, pick his ass for the seven days. Um... 
Yeah, the Rams just yeah, looked. I, I the Rams that. looked very legit. Like they, they very well could have beaten Baltimore, which is like when that means they can kind of beat anyone. And or sorry, not Rogers. When uh, Stafford and Cup are healthy, like they are a legit team, and like their defense is young, and they still do have the best defensive player in the NFL, in, in Aaron Donald, like, he, like I love the pick last week of him just getting fucking triple teamed and still eating everybody. You know, yeah, a DT like, just it, winning double teams. Like we're spoiled with decks, obviously, but it is just the yeah. underrated hype like replay to watch. Why do you think Kayvon is so like having such a good year? It's like. Or come on the last few weeks, it's like, because Dex is so fucking good, and because Olajari is, is playing and healthy. Like, it's no surprise that our defense looks a lot better, like, now that we can actually get pressure on the quarterback, you know? No doubt. I mean, that's the that's how the scheme is meant to work. Yeah. But yeah, regardless, Rams, six and a half. Um, I like that a lot. I probably, I, I'm surprised they're only six and a half point favorites. Like, I would think they should be like nine. Seems like a trap, but I don't know. I think the skins just get torched. Commanders look good. Yeah, your last pick. Oh, sorry, I completely forgot. <laughs> You're um, good. Yeah, sticking with it. Um, these are. Um, I'm going to take all three primetime games, basically. Um, so I took the Cowboys Bills. I think that's the 425 Fox matchup. I took Eagles. That's Monday night. I'm going to take Ravens minus three against the Jaguars. I just. Ravens got a, you know, they're on the road against Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville is kind of sputtering a little bit. They do need this game um, to kind of keep that stranglehold on the division over the Texans. But I just don't think that, like, they're in the home stretch. They're they're here to kind of, like I said, they're they're gonna go down. They have four big games for this one seed in the AFC, um, and I think they start this week. You know, against Jaguars, they, they beat them. The Rams are good, and they and they handled them at home. Like, they didn't look great coming off a bye, to be honest with you. And that challenge flag by Harbaugh was very questionable. Um, but I, I'm going to take them. I, I think they're much better than the Jaguars. And then my last one, I'm taking the Texans plus three over the Titans. I think it's a bit of an overreaction. I know the Texans looked really bad against the Jets. But, I mean, the Texans have been able to score points against pretty much everyone other than the Jets in, like, a wet, soggy MetLife. Um, I think Stroud will bounce back, and then the Titans just had a miracle win. Like, if they if they didn't pull off that win, I, I think the line is completely different. I, I think it's a big public overreaction. Um, yeah. And, yeah, it's a divisional game, so I, I know the Titans are live, but I like having three points, and, yeah thing about the titans is like they can win those games where they can keep it close because rabel doesn't make a lot of mistakes you know like they're just yeah a very, he's a he's a pretty good coach it's just like his gm has completely fucking neutered his roster like the roster like that's why they fired the gm last year like the roster is just so bad like he doesn't really have exciting coordinators like it's he can win like fucking mud fights you know like yeah which if he turns this into i I don't feel great about but and admittedly it's my third favorite of the three but yeah i i think i'll take the three points and i don't think the texans are gonna blow elite like the texans have also like amico ryan's credit like they've been a very well coached team all year like i i I don't think they're gonna kind of lose back-to-back weeks to teams that i think that they're better than yeah um so that's that 
Let's talk Davino, I guess. Yeah. Um, so the meme lives on, I guess, right? Yeah, I I think we've both kind of gone full circle. Like we hated it so much because it's just like oh, we're just like a joke, and this is we're such doofy. A joke. Yeah, but he actually played extremely well the other day. Two two weeks in a row now. I mean, he literally like, evades the, the he evades pressure. Like he didn't because the, the my issue with him first it's like yeah he threw a couple touchdowns, but he was getting sacked every time he wasn't chucking it deep. Yeah, he was stepping up in the pocket. He's mobile as hell. He's fast. He took care of the ball. Like, there wasn't even any close to, like, interceptions. It, except for maybe the flea flicker that he underthrew, and then Wandale made a nice play on the ball. But it, it's not like he was really getting lucky. If, if anything, he he played bad in, like, the first quarter. He was missing guys. But then it's... they The offense just looked kind of good. Like, if, I, don't, I don't know what else to say. He just wasn't taking sacks. Like, he was ahead of the sticks. He's like, bailing, yeah. Like, he's bailing. He's staying ahead of the sticks, like you said. Like... We're getting into third and manageables. They did have some fucking shitty false start penalties, like yeah, that just took the, a lot of gas out of them. Um, we but can't yeah, run I mean, it on third and better, short. But the offense has looked a little bit better every single week ever since Daniel Jones like went down uh, with the neck injury initially, and then he came back, and like the Raiders game was kind of a wash, you know. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what to think. Like I, the only thing I I've been saying to you and Tom pretty much all week is just like, hey, we're fun. Like we're watchable. At least we're watchable. Like and like on top of that, like at least it gives me confidence. Like hey, like we have the coaches here. It's not the coaching. Like may, maybe we can make a change at offensive line coach. But even the offensive line, like with with uh, with Andrew Thomas back, they've looked better. With Pewitt left guard, they've looked better. Uh, JMS is really coming on. Like, he's starting to look a lot better. So it's like, there's a lot to be hopeful for, to say the least. Um, yeah, it's tough just because we haven't seen them develop any guys. Like, the the three they drafted last year have all been hurt. McKeithen, uh, Azudu, and then Neil, obviously. So, But they're developing them elsewhere. Like, yeah. think about our cornerbacks, like... Fl- Lot, Pinnock, fucking Deontay Banks, like they're all contributing. Banks like, had a nice um, play in the in the end zone. Our at the linebacker, end there. like Mika McFadden's contributing. Okereke, who they spent the money on, is uh, is a hit in free agency. Mm-hmm. They've done a lot right. Like, great, and then you got Ajulari, who when he plays is fucking good. Like I'd almost wager that he's probably better than Kayvon when he's actually out there playing. You know, yeah, but like. They hit on these guys, and then even Ojolari was Gettleman's like, is the only only thing. Yeah, I but I'm just saying, like on. he he's good at the very least. But like, and then on the offense side of the ball, is like Hyatt has looked better. Like every single week, gotten a little bit of better. And they Wando took him Robinson away last kinda, week, and then he hit the shit underneath. Like, yeah, and then Wandell Robinson, um, also like continuing to show, like, hey, like he might be an undersized receiver, undersized receiver, but like. He catches with if his hands get like tr- and gets open. Like if we can, exactly. Like if we get like a true number one receiver, like we have bodies there. On offense. It's really just the quarterback getting it right this draft. Unless by some fucking miracle, Tommy DeVito actually is the guy. <laughs> the only um, way we can actually start considering that is if he beats Philly, which is. If he beats the Eagles, Eagles, um, I will literally go fucking nuts. Until then, I'm just kind of enjoying. I'm enjoying the ride, and I 
truth be told, I really want to win this week. Like, I, I want it to be another week where it's like fun yeah. and we have a chance. Like, I know that it's going to go. Sh- we're in this game. I, I, I would wage. Are, are we favorites? In no, this we're game? six point we're dogs. On the road. <laughs> we're on the road. On the road. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I <laughs> are we know. favorites? <laughs> no. Nah. I know we can. Really I know we can win. I, I think game. the Packers are the better Saints than are, the Saints. It's a gigantic coaching diff, and the the quarterback is not. There's not a huge quarter, but we're six point dogs now, not even six and a half. So it's moving in our favor. Yeah, that could be some. I, I'm worried about that game because anytime it's just the national story. Their defense is the best defense we've played in the last four weeks. Yeah, I think we can limit them. Like we do well against bad quarterbacks. Like as Love looked so bad, he was missing so many dudes. Um, he was, and it wasn't even like he was just missing people. Why, like dude, the interception, the pinock pick was laughably yeah. horrible. <laughs> like, yeah, it was just underthrown, and then a safety just coming in. Like there was nowhere for that to go. I'm just excited to see that. Like, hey. I told you a few weeks ago, like, yeah, like, I do want a good draft pick, but at the same time, like, I'm so sick of tanking. Like, No, I want to make the playoffs, if we're being honest. I know that's probably yeah, impossible, I, I, but... I I want <laughs> the Giants to win. I, like, I want them to win badly. I've wanted them to win all year, even when they look bad, and yeah, it just sucks, because, like, I, I've been shitting on Daniel Jones, but, like, I do think if Daniel Jones actually stayed healthy all year, and, like our line continue to progress like we're probably seven and six billy right now no we're definitely right? getting into like, the wild card but i mean that there's just I, years I like that at the same time there's... i still think that daniel jones isn't the answer so yeah like which is fair like, do i think we're better with daniel jones yes yes do i think daniel jones is a long-term option no no yeah. and i'm not shitting on daniel like yeah i don't like daniel jones I, i'm not i'm not like Obviously, I was circle jerking them in the beginning of the year because I was so hype off the playoffs. But, like, I tell you this all the time, Billy. I wish I never went back on – all last year I was adamant. I was like, I don't care how good he's playing. Why don't I want Daniel Jones? I was like, No, it was until the Packers play. game. We hated him. And then it was like – like, oh. And I was like, okay, maybe we got something. And then the Colts game where I was like, all week, me, you, and Tom were like, all right, dude, like – this is a game where we should go out there. We handle business. Like, yeah, I mean, that was just a team, team that quit and was shitty. Like, and then we they just, just blew a thirty-three to nothing four- game. <laughs> like, yeah, and we and we just forty-five nothing. Then I'm like, all right, the Giants are fucking back. And then the playoff win we're down. It's like, which makes me in. think like, something can still be there if everything's perfect. But it's just the conditions have never. It's just like. Things aren't going to be perfect. Yeah, when an inj- when one injury happens in the entire season, the rails. It's like, yeah, that's not a like franchise if guy. Down, you're telling me you can't be a quarterback anymore. Like, you, yeah, look at guys like it was like ten CJ sacks Stroud a game. Not playing. With, that's what I mean. Like CJ Stroud's not playing with a good offensive line, and he's fucking electric. Or Joe Burrow when he came into the NFL goes to the Super Bowl with a fucking terrible offense. Like, yeah, he got sacked so like, like twelve things, times in the the first playoff game. I think against like the Titans or something. Especially if you think about it this way, like if we commit to Daniel Jones past next year, then it's like we have to continue kicking the cap down the road. So it's like, nah. I, can we build a team with him getting forty million every year? We can build a team this year, next year, like that because we have a ton of other rookies. Yeah, but we can't do it moving forward. 
No, I think next year. I think next year he's going to be the starter, and I think there will be some sort of developmental he's prospect. Not start the season, though, I don't think, dude. He could. I mean, Wandale came back in like seven months from an ACL. I don't know. I don't. I do think he is like driven and like hardworking and tough. Like, so I think I'm. I'm not worried about him recovering. I am just worried about. He he's just been I think fucked up too much by shitty coordinators before him. Yeah, like he had fucking uh, Pat Shermer. Then it was good for him. Who actually was good Shermer for him. was good for him, but then it's Jason Garrett, which just fucking like stunted his development. And Joe Judge Joe destroyed his development, and then it's like we saw them kind of fix him a bit last year, like getting him on the move, like giving him like open reads things along those lines just confidence builders and then this year it was okay we're gonna give you like a real quarterback playbook and he just kind of slipped into his old habits where he's just staring down the first read and taking sacks like the first week like i get it like we just were out of that game early but but then he showed it in the Cardinals game. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, yeah, all the right, Cardinals are a bad that, team, like, and that. and he looked bad for well, a half. It was just like, and then it was just like, "All right." After the card, like, and then even the San Francisco, it's like, it's one of those things where the schedule is fucking brutal early. So like, he didn't. really We knew that, and we just needed one games, of those games. Like, like, we just need. Yeah, we literally needed. Like, he needed to beat like San Francisco, or he needed to beat fucking Seattle, good, like. like seattle like the seattle game was where i was completely out on him like, that, that was, like, he was so bad that interception one of the also, worst games yeah. i've ever seen <laughs> so because we were in that game like he could have taken us back into that game. Uh, yeah if he throws a touchdown instead of the pick six when we're at like the five or whatever we're right there we're like, in it but yeah it, and they were the 49ers game we came out of half like dable had a scripted drive we score and i'm like all right we're back in this 49ers game like we're only down, what, I think we were down, like, eight points or whatever. It was, like, 21-13 after half, like, when we scored. And then just the entire rest of the game, like, the, the second half of the third quarter on, just Daniel Jones was terrible. It's, so it, like... Yeah, it's I just, like, the the one-score coin flip, like, winnable games. Like, they just kind of went our way last year. And then, like, the injuries and that shit didn't go this way, that way this year. So, it's like, this, we're going to miss the playoffs year, by, like, two games. Like, it's going to be kind of what it is um yeah but at least it's like we're not missing the playoffs and looking like we have no hope yeah it would i i was i was off with the the tanking i was was just sad because i wanted to i wanted to make a run this year and it just turned into such a laughable disaster i am happy but just quickly tying a bow on the dj thing and him being tainted it's like it's pretty encouraging seeing what they're doing with just like a a softball clay or whatever the the expression yeah. is like this is literally just like a kid who can kind of run as a decent arm and then they're teaching him how to play quarterback and is improving a shit ton in one it, month think about it like this is what he did with josh allen too like look at josh allen's first year he turned the ball over a ton he wasn't very refined and like year two on under table like completely different product mvp level quarterback you know yeah i'm not like, saying devito's josh Dable allen but... can no, but like it, it basically proves the theory that Dable can can develop a quarterback, which in the league right now, you if you can't do that, like you look around the league right now, all the teams that have like defensive minded head coaches, as soon as they lose their starting quarterback, they're fucked. They're absolutely fucked. Teams like 
Like the Jets. I, I mean, the Vikings. Yeah, they're, the Vikings are struggling, right? But like Kevin O'Connell got a good game out of Dobbs, and he's winning games without Cousins. Or you go to the Bengals, and like Zach Taylor's knock for me at least was he can't win games without yeah, Joe Burrow. He's doing. He it with shut you up a little bit. <laughs> like, oh, he a hundred percent did, and I, and I'll eat that because he has actually like Browning looks legit. And then you go to like all these different teams. Like you you go to the Rams like. Last year, Baker Mayfield off the fucking literally a day of practice. Sean McVay puts up fifty with him, you know. So it's like, or in the playoffs last year, the Bills they started fucking uh, the Bills Dolphins or the Dolphins. Skyler Thompson. They're starting. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's like it's like right now, if you're if you have a defensive minded head coach, you're putting your team at a disservice, I think, because defenses are already so far along, Billy. You know, like they're already. Like so advanced, and like they're they do have a head like a head start on the offense. It's just a lot easier. So like you need like creative, but like play yeah. designs, and you need to be able to develop a quarterback. And, and I don't know. So at the very least, like the best that take away from this year is like we were worried early on. Like okay, fuck, maybe we crowned Dable too early, and it's like no, I really do think he tried to un- unlock Daniel Jones and like give him more of the reins and like. He's he just failed. Right. Yeah. He failed. Real quick. And so that's why I do think they're done with him. I, I think they're done with him, to be honest with you. I, I just think he's going to be on the team next year. You can't cut him, so you might as well roll him out. Competition. I, don't, I don't think it's a competition. I, I if it's him and DeVito, it's not a competition. Like Unless DeVito beats I do. Philly. I think it's a competition. If DeVito wins two more games, I think it's a competition. Which is an if. <laughs> I mean, this is the most winnable game we have left, and it's we're six point dogs, so it's something to be aware of. Real quick, the Raiders are up twenty one nothing on the Chargers. Who scored? Uh, the fucking game cast is all wonky when it's on Amazon, but uh, dude, Staley's getting fired. Then <laughs> this this is actually the week we're getting fired. Then if he loses to Antonio Pierce, I'm sure Mueller's gonna call it as well. Um, but yeah, you got anything else? No, I just uh, I don't even want to talk draft because like I'm I'm I want them to win. I want to see how they. I, I want them to get to seven wins. Yeah, I want it to continue as long as it continues. Um, I'll settle for six wins if we beat the Eagles once. Though I, I would do anything to beat the Eagles. I would I would yeah. literally do anything in a game that like matters, like not like some doofy week eighteen. I game. would love week eighteen that they're playing for the one seed and we beat them. That would be. <sighs> I also want to do it on nice Christmas. That way, all the fucking like a bunch of like Philly families are like fighting at the dinner table and shit, and have like a miserable time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's also what I want. And it's like, come yeah. down! It's just a game. The birds will be fine. Yeah, just and I I like that thought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm happy though. I'm happy though. I'm happy. I want to win this week and keep the ride going. It'll it'll be fun. I will yeah, potentially agree. set myself up to be that grumpy person as well, though, when we inevitably lose. But um, I'm saying, like, if we win this game and then have Philly with, like, a playoffs spot on the line, like... I mean, this is just like last year. We were so hyped going into the Philly game in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Just to get embarrassed on my fucking birthday. Yeah, that was tough. That was that was tough. As Tom is fucking standing there right next to me. I hate him. <laughs> but yeah guys um if you're playing in the playoffs this week good luck um and enjoy the games and yeah we'll talk to you guys next week thanks for listening yeah thanks guys
Bye-bye.